Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 15 of the Switch Abu Podcast. My name is Alex Harding, and today I'm joined here by, as always, my co-host, Nathan Rudge. Hello again. And the assistant to the co-host, Jake Mouncey. Howdy, howdy. And today, we've got a very, very news-packed episode today. Uh, so, nothing major, but there's a lot of little tidbits that I really, I'm really excited to get into. But obviously, as we start every episode... Let's go with Nathan first, because I feel like you haven't gone first in a while. Um, first off, obviously, your Nintendo fact, and then let us know what you've been playing. Yeah, we remembered this time. Well, I haven't right. gone first, but I've always gone second. True. Yes. Uh, so this week, I haven't had a lot of time to look into one, but I've gone with one that's kind of noteworthy for me that I've thought of lately. Is So, you know, the usual, like, okay, so the fact is... Um, Jumpman and the original Donkey Kong aren't the current Mario and Donkey Kong that we know. It's the grandfather of Donkey Kong and the father of Mario, technically. Mm-hmm. However, Pauline still exists in Odyssey and references, you know, the original Mario. You've also got the Mario vs. Donkey Kong games. So it kind of has that clash of, like, does it actually, you know, same characters or not? That's a good point. I never actually thought about that. Because Pauline... Maybe Nintendo is... just doesn't care. Yeah, I know. Like yeah, a lot exactly. of people. But, you know, they just want to distance the whole, like, you know, because Mario, you know, abused animals in those games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't... Yeah, Nintendo doesn't talk about that. Yes. It was the 80s. Animal abuse was fine. <laughs> we were all doing it back then. Yes. That's why I was like, huh. Pauline straight up mentions that in, like, you know, Odyssey. Yeah. You know, she was captured by, you know, Donkey Kong. I was like, huh. So it is the same person. That's a good point. Like, kind of doesn't make that canon anymore. Either that or she ages really well. Or she's just an immortal being. Yeah, it could be that. Yeah. She she could be a witch. Yeah. But moving on to what I've played, (laughs) um, I'll start off with uh, Dead Cells. So this Uh, is. Is this your first time playing this? Yes really good it's good it's really really good have you played it jake i have not i'm not really a fan of uh you know roguelikes or you know stuff like that so it hasn't really been you know on my radar a bit but i hear that dead cells is you know pretty up there in quality it's probably one of the best like roguelikes i've played in terms of like that you know um side-scrolling action like platformer hmm which I'm surprised you're playing, to be honest, because you were saying you don't really like Metroidvanias. I mean, it's kind of a Metroidvania, but kind of not. But yeah, still, I'm surprised it, you're yeah. playing it. Well, Metroidvania has that like backtracking, you need to follow a map kind of thing. Well, this is more just yes. like go through, kill shit, kill stuff. Yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's Metroidvania light. Yeah, it's like there's less that backtracking and stuff, and it's more like you know you progressive. Because I do enjoy Rogue Legacy as well. That's got more of the comedy aspect to it. Yeah, it's a good game. You know, have a have a character who is IBS. <laughs> but no, that's, yeah, that's, Cell- that's definitely one I recommend. Yeah, Dead Cells, I when we initially reviewed it, I gave it 80. Or yeah. 8 out of 10. Um, but I, if I was to go back, I'd probably give it close to 90. Yeah, it is very solid. Yeah. Um, and... On the Game Pass recently re- and released was a Lethal League Blaze. Dude, how about them funky beats, though? Oh. 
funky fresh beats <laughs> so yeah nathan and i uh played lethal league plays uh, i think a few months back on my stream yeah like it was the first time he played it there so like but like now that you actually got to you know sit down and play it yourself instead of playing against someone who's had some experience with it how are you liking it it's it's just fun it's like if you don't know what it is it is basically say, please dodgeball aside like fighting game wait dodgeball fighting game that is the easiest way to describe it okay where you have to hit like the only way you can damage your opponent is with this ball but it hits really high speeds really fast yeah, every time you hit it, the uh the ball uh speeds up to the point where it's like like a single frame it'll be on one side of the screen to the other side of the screen and then back and then back to the other side of the screen. It's like it it goes insane. Like it is just pure chaos and it is fun. Okay. I just looked it up. Like I like the art style. Yeah, it's yeah, um the, these uh the uh the uh, the team uh behind this are the, also the guys that are making um the new Jet uh, Set Bomb Radio. Ru- yeah, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Yeah, that's it. Which is yeah, the the new Jet Set Radio esque style game with mm, that uh, makes sense. uh with uh Hideki Naganuma as composer, which is the original composer for Jet Set Radio, which is Ooh, also where the uh funky fresh beats Reference yeah, was so he, he, the... he composed a song for Lethal League Blaze as well. Which is the nice. song they use in like all of their stuff, and it's just it is a really good song. Yeah, Hideki Naganuma knows what he's doing. Well, not on Twitter, but he knows <laughs> what he's doing. I was about to say on Twitter though. <laughs> this looks pretty good. It it is and really like... fun, and it is on the Game Pass. Ooh, I'll download it. Like, I'll definitely download it. Is... it. Is it kinda like you say it's kind of like dodgeball. Is it, can you kind of like compare it to Pong as well? Yeah, Pong like is actually kind of... pretty close as well. Because there is yeah. a character that uses like table tennis, like um, bat. <laughs> of course there is. Yeah. yeah. There's also one that uses uh, a baseball bat. Yeah. Uh, you found a main yet? Uh, not yet. I've just gone through the story. Nah, yeah. I haven't unlocked everyone properly yet because, you know, you have to use the points to unlock everyone. Yeah, yeah. But no, it is. Is on Switch? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Yes. Came out two years ago. Yes, it did. Topical. Something yeah, nice. Le- yes. yeah, Lethal League Blaze is a really, really like, good game. It's just fun. It is something you can, like, really good fun with friends as well. Yeah, it's a it's a really good, like, game to sit down and play with friends if you have, like, a get-together with people. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check this out for sure. <laughs> something for you to be talking about next uh, podcast probably yeah (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe now um moving on i've been uh playing astro aqua kitty yes this one came out a couple of months ago didn't it yes i think it was yeah um so that is um like a side scrolling shoot 'em up with RPG mechanics where you can level up your... You get leveled up and you can, like, you know, you swap in different, like, beam attacks and stuff and they get stronger based on your leveling. And, you know, you can have, like, energy upgrades or health upgrades. It's really neat. Like, it's actually pretty well made. That's but, like, cool. it's not just, like, you know, you have just the one person. Like, you can choose between 
I think it was four different captains, which all have different, you know, oh, this one's the average at everything. This one's more faster, but a little bit weaker or stuff like this one's got more health, but like move slower kind of thing. And then you've also got engineers, which, you know, also do something else. So like you can do several runs with different like combinations. Mm, sounds like there's a lot to it which is good for yes. like i feel like a, the modern shmup needs that yes and oh, also yeah, yeah. I, i'm seeing like the skill ui here holy crap yeah no this is in depth it is very <laughs> in depth and then also you can choose to have um like your standard run where if you die you respawn at your save point or you can go hardcore where if you die that's it and you start have to start a new run oh no thank you so like if you want that extra challenge it has that there yeah yeah exactly to have that choice is good yeah it's actually pretty good as well. Like, definitely, definitely good so far. You like your shmups, don't you? Somewhat. Like, I have. It's up and down on some of them. Yeah. Not those like insane, insane bullet like hell ones. Yeah, I'm not a fan of them. Mm. They are. They're stressful. Yeah, which which is ironic considering a, pl- a game I'm playing. But I'll get to I'll get to that when it's my turn. And then um, I left this one for for last because you know all three of us have played it. Mm-hmm. Chris Tales. Hey. So I thought you'd, we'll all have a combined discussion on this one. All right. First up, where is everyone at the moment? Hour and a half in the game. Half okay, hour in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Jake, you haven't played much. Um, nope. Is has anyone is anyone up to the boss with? the like the robot boss no i think the what i came across was like the wolf bosses where you get yeah your... I've, I've done yeah that's what i got up to and i was like oh this is stressful <laughs> and i've put it yeah, down it gets yeah it gets more stressful mm. like when you get up to that robot boss it's there's something about the game that's not gelling with me i really oh, i'm not really... the only one I really no. like the game, but yeah. like the combat is really hard. Yeah, like unusually hard. It's it's not balanced very well. Later on, I've and you know spoilers, but not really spoilers, because um, it's pretty standard for RPGs. But you do get the ability ability to scan enemies. Yeah. So that's because that's one thing I notice. I'm like I don't know their health and I don't know everything about them, but you do get to have that ability about two hours in um the ui is a bit funny as well and like like the map and trying to yeah there's just a lot there's just a lot about it that's not gelling with me i also feel like using the uh the time powers feels like you're wasting a turn yeah like i know it can make the enemies weaker but like it feels like it's wasting a turn yeah, I agree. Although I like, really, I, I haven't gotten to the point where like I've gotten time powers yet, but like, like just the just the tutorial combat, I'm like, ooh, this does not feel good. Yeah, because like, yeah, I'm like not gonna lie. When I put in uh, crystals on like the docket here and saw that you guys did too, I thought, oh no, I'm gonna be the one trashing it. <laughs> but uh, no, it's like, yeah, it was. There's something about the combat, like. Personally, like, a thing that I'm really not a fan of when it comes to RPG combat is uh, the Paper Mario style, where, like, you have to 
do an input alongside like yeah. your attack. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. And it to shouldn't me, that... be so punishing Precise. if you miss yeah, it on this yeah. as well. Like to me, that feels more like condescending to the player. It's like, oh, the player doesn't have the attention span to sit through RPG battle system properly, so we'll make them do more stuff to try and engage them. So that just doesn't sit with me well. That and like it, yeah. I, I thought it felt weird when uh, trying to, you know, time the button presses, right? Because, like, it just felt like there wasn't any kind of feedback whether yeah, or there not isn't. they did it right. There's no indication either. Oh, okay, cool. Brilliant. No, there, there <laughs> is no real indication apart from, oh, you got another hit. Or it's it will say, like, good or great, I think. Right, right. I think yeah. so. So, and like uh, yeah, it, it is, good. it felt punishing if you miss it, and like cause that's a second attack yeah. completely. Yeah, because in like, Paper Mario, it's I, not I, as bad. It's like you know an extra little bit of damage. Yeah, yeah. but you can so, actually go through the game not doing that. Yeah. So like personally, for me, I I brought my uh my copy on Steam. I played it for about half a yeah half hour to an hour really didn't gel with it and like i really don't want to play this again and i refunded it fair I'm not gonna lie i am super not a fan of chris house i'm enjoying the gameplay but the battles are just too difficult yeah i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna persevere with it just because i've been really looking forward to it and this the story seems the story is good so far and the way it develops and um there, there's there's intrigue there but yeah the battle system is yeah, and and the the random encounter system as well. Yes, yeah, not it feels very old school. It also like is really long to load into battles. Yes, and queues are weird as well. It just goes it just goes silent. Yeah, and goes to a load screen. Mm. I'm like, oh, that's kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Like I said, I was playing the PC version, and even the loading times there were pretty bad. Yeah. But um, I do really, really like the uh, the poison. Like you poison them and then send them in the future, and they take all the damage at the one point. That's yeah. cool. That is really yeah. cool. I found that cool, but then I realized that you can just throw the plant at them, and because the because planting that does all of the enemies, but you can just throw it at, throw it at them, and it just gets one of them. Yeah. But normally there's only ever one or two on that side, anyways, and it costs less, and it's instant. Yes. Whereas if you'd have to plant it, you have to use another turn with Crispell to change the time. And then the... they get the damage. Yeah, that one wasn't as good. Yeah, so I was like, unless there's like three or more, which does I don't happen, feel the need to do it. Yeah, yeah, I would only use it if there's three or more enemies. And you already had to three. have them in the like the like past, or you know, or in the like you know, send it to the future. But like you, yeah, if you're doing it on the other side, you have to have them in the past already. Yeah, and normally when you send them into the future, they become stronger. Depends. Some of them get weaker. I didn't know that. The onion people get weaker when they're in the future. Oh, because, like, do they rot or something? Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, so, like, some okay. some enemies get stronger in the future, some get weaker, and then, you know, vice versa in the past. Yeah. I feel like that part of the game as well is quite ambiguous. It's also kind of frustrating because it makes them yeah. a lot harder. Yeah, but the game is very pretty. Oh, it is very. Pretty. It, it, yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> but like, yeah, gameplay wise, it just feels like it. It feels like a game that has a lot of really interesting ideas, but kind of fumbles on the execution on most of them. 
Yeah, I reckon that's the perfect way to put it. So everything but the combat, I like. <laughs> Which, for an RPG, is the challenge. Because <laughs> it's just way too difficult. If it wasn't, like, that punishing with the, like, missing time buttons, like, because you get hit for, like, 30 damage, even if you perfect the parry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty brutal. And what? that's and that's you oh. talking who loves Shimogami Tensei. Like, it is very hard. Uh, Jake, I imagine you're itching to talk to us about what, you, what you've been playing. <laughs> so yeah, uh, my segment is significantly shorter this week, uh, which for is once. You know, very par- <laughs> yeah for once yeah because uh, I've only been playing one game and that's uh, Neo: The World Ends with You. Uh, that game's really good. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to play it as long as I'd want to because I had a bit of a COVID scare this week. Luckily, it came up negative. Hey, Whee. I'm clean. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, yeah, that took. Uh, two days out of my week so that kind of sucked and you have but, uh, one yeah. heck of a story out of <laughs> yeah it. i do yeah i do i i have a story i made it a video on my youtube channel so if you want to hear want to hear how my uh covid test led to public nudity uh <laughs> go check out my channel uh jackson 15 on youtube <laughs> it's there oh boy uh interesting day uh but yeah ne- uh neo the world ends with you holy crap that game is so good i can't wait to play more of it uh yeah i'm the the main reason why it's also you know taken me so long to uh uh go through it is because i'm also streaming it so hey, jacks at 15 on twitch uh if you want to see that live all the plugs all the plugs yeah <laughs> oh but uh yeah uh that that not gonna lie uh it was a little embarrassing uh how long it took me to realize that i could you know input multiple attacks at the same time you can (laughs) yes yes it took me (laughs) nine hours to figure that out but uh yeah yeah um so so how the battle system works is each character's attack is well at least at the beginning of the game um is uh mapped to a single button uh you uh, when you have like your full team of four uh two of them will be like mash attacks while the other two will be holds so like for example like square attack will be just like a basic melee combo uh like <laughs> sorry i'm doing it for um PlayStation. playstation yeah so <laughs> i'm doing this for playstation because that's a controller scheme i'm more familiar with that and i'm playing it on you know ps4 uh <laughs> so apologies for the people who only play switch uh then uh uh yeah then like your range combo will be the uh triangle or why is it on switch uh yes it is You're yeah right. okay yeah because the X and Y buttons, since I'm, uh, I, I never had a, uh, Super Nintendo, so, like, the, uh, the Nintendo button mapping is just wrong to me, because I'm more familiar with the Xbox button mapping. Which, which just stole Nintendos opposite. and swapped it. <laughs> yeah, just swapped A and yeah. B and X and Y. Yeah, so, yeah, this is gonna be really confusing. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> find X on a controller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. And, uh, yeah, your charge attacks will be, like, one of the two, uh, sides of the shoulder buttons. But, uh, yeah, for the longest time, I just, like, mash one button until, like, 
like uh until like the bar saying it has to recharge will like start up and then i swapped attacks but then after a while it's like oh okay so one guy has a constant beam he can shoot i'll hold down that button while charging up another dude's attack and then let that go afterwards while also mashing the melee and like i have three dudes on one uh one enemy at a time and they just melt it's like oh <laughs> this this game has a lot more uh depth in its combat than i thought and oh it, you just go ham in these fights it, it's it's kind of crazy it is kind of crazy <laughs> yeah i didn't actually know that because i i thought like the idea was to because they're because i've also been playing it but i've been i'm playing it on switch um i thought that's when you when you use one person's attack, the idea is that while that's recharging, you then go to the other, the other player. Yeah, yeah, see, that's what I thought as well. But uh, yeah, yeah I kind of like accidentally slipped and uh, hit uh, one of the shoulder buttons, and the dude attacks like, oh, I can attack with multiple dudes at once. Oh, that completely <laughs> opens up. <laughs> uh, that's cool and- for me now as well because now I know. Yeah, yeah. And I'm what one and a half hours in or something. I just I'm just up to day two now. Ah, right. So yeah, not that but, long. Uh, <laughs> so so you've at least got uh, uh Minamimoto in the team then. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh bunch of septograms. Uh, <laughs> uh, I that that is the thing I completely uh, forgot about when it comes to the world ends with you's uh, writing. I forgot how many characters stick to a theme with their speech galaxy brain time (laughs) shut up fret shut up (laughs) but uh uh dude it gets worse there's a whole team that talks entirely in like uh like terms based on bodies of water (laughs) oh that gets annoying real fast and, I see and, like, what they did get, there. Yeah, exactly. Like that. <laughs> and it turns out the... Uh, no, no, I won't spoil it since you're playing. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, like, yeah, Thank there's you. also... Uh, uh, what's what's his name? Uh, Sukukichi? I, I always forget his name, but it's, like, something like that. The big buff dude who looks like he eats sharks for breakfast. Uh, yeah, that guy, yeah. 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 Like, and he talks entirely in Othello terms for some reason. <laughs> it's like, it's stupid, but it's really charming. I love it. I have been, I have been really enjoying it as well. I was actually yeah. surprised that you couldn't use the right analog stick for the camera. Yeah, yeah, there's no real, like, camera movement in, um... They're fixed. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, you can do it in battle, I think. No, 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 you can't. No. No, huh. Which I don't mind. Which I don't mind too much, but like it's frustrating, and especially for other games as well. Like when you're walking down a certain path, and then the camera angle switches, and then you got to like change your direction you're running because the camera angle switch. It's like ah. Other than that, like it's a it's a minor nitpick because the game is beautiful. The music is ridiculous. Dude, have you noticed that like if you're on a uh, a like long uh, street that the buildings will warp around the center of the screen. Yeah. That, like, it, I think it was, like, the second or third stream I did where I noticed that, and I just kept going, like, back and forth. It would, like, like 
uh, curve in, curve out, curve in. It's like, yo, that's cool. <laughs> that's a cool art style. <laughs> it is yeah. very good. I'm excited to play some more of it. I reckon I'll drop Chris Tales for it. Yeah, and... yeah. Th- this game is just dripping with charm and quality, which, you yeah. know, th- the the original game did too, but, like, most people dropped off because the battle system was way too confusing like yep. constantly swapping between uh both screens so i'm glad this is doing significantly better than that one yeah it's it's the port to regular controls uh, a regular control scheme works really well mm. it is so, like you see what i mean when i said that it is such a glow up to the original yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> absolutely oh it's uh, so good I'll I'll quickly do mine because then we'll go into because like I said we've got a ton of news to go with so I'll quickly run through mine. Uh, update from last time I finished Psychonauts so excited for uh, the second one to come out later this month on Xbox. Um, surprise! This game has never been on a Nintendo console, not even GameCube. It was not. I always thought, you know, it's because it's a you know 3D platformer. It would have been on there, and I thought, oh, Psychonauts two will be good on Switch, but then I'm like, I I watch gameplay of it and i'm like no it looks pretty on on you know the beefier consoles you definitely want to yeah but the original psychonauts it is certainly a ps2 xbox era platformer yeah it it sure is yeah there's a lot i mean you know it's the game's nearly 20 years old so i imagine the the sequel's gonna fix a lot of uh, quality of life improvements but, like, yeah, yeah it, it really didn't gel with me when I played it, but I can see why people like it so much. It's the humor in it is so good. If you like Tim Schafer type of humor, um, it's it's so good. The does anyone know if I say the milkman? Does anyone get it here? My milk is delicious. No. <laughs> <laughs> I probably that... do, but I don't remember. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that then, But if you ever do play it, but it's so funny. Um, but the last level, is, uh, I, I, I'll have nightmares for months about that last level. It is so frustrating. And I and the worst thing was when I finally got to the end, It's the level's called the Meat Circus, which, mm. yeah, I won't say too much on that because spoilers as well. Um, but it's basically a circus and you're trapezing everywhere, obviously as a 3D platformer, but it just gets so frustrating because when, when you fall, you go all the way back down and then there's a kid at the same time and he's got like a really high-pitched voice and he's screaming at you and taking damage. And, uh, and then when I finally got to the end, it crashed and I had to do it all again. Oh, <laughs> I, no. <laughs> I literally muted, but I muted it so I didn't have to listen to that kid anymore and just oh, did it geez. again. I muted the game to get through that bit. It got so frustrating. Oh, it's <laughs> so is... bad. Uh, but aside from that, I really enjoyed it. And I'm so excited for Psychonauts 2. Because, like, the original ends with a lead-up into the sequel. And it's taken, I think, 17, 18 years for the sequel to come out. Yeah. Because for for the longest period of time, they said they weren't. It's not. it wasn't going to happen. And then it finally got announced. So it's been a huge lead up to me it's not because it comes out a month after i finished it but for for fans they must be super excited right now yeah um i've also been playing yakuza kiwabi 2 so still working on that i won't say too much on that but i'm still playing it it's still awesome yakuza is great everyone should play yakuza yes um, it's a really solid yeah. franchise oh it's so good it's so so good um 
since last week our name that game was Enter the Gungeon, I've since been playing Enter the Gungeon. <laughs> Did we even have a name that game last week? Yeah. We had a <laughs> name that game last week? <laughs> <laughs> you know we're I've taunting tried... him, but he's going to go for a hard one this week, right? Yeah. Well, I... I thought about it and I was like, I'm, because I, I, like, I want to get back at you guys. <laughs> but I went with one that you might know, like, it might be difficult, but it might not be. It's, I don't know. I'm not going to say any more on that. Anyways, Enter the Gungeon. I don't know. It's good. Enter the Gungeon's fun. It's, it's frustrating. Like, it doesn't tell you much, um, which is, it's kind of ambiguous in that kind of way, but it's, it's Enter the Gungeon. Enter the Gungeon's great. Uh, two more. I've been playing a lot this this past four. Yeah, I've I, actually I can see your list. I'm like, damn, dude. I even removed a couple. Like, I've been playing a lot just because I've finally had some time. I was gonna say, did you have to finally. go to work last week? Uh, I took a day off. Well, there you go. <laughs> I wasn't sure with <laughs> lockdown if you had to go in or not. No, no. Um. Anyways, moving on from that, I don't want to talk about work. Uh, <laughs> Ao the clown. Uh, this game came out. We were talking about this. In the previous that was the Yoshi's uh, story kind of looking one, wasn't it? Yeah, and we were like, "Oh, we'll see see if it's good or not." It is good. I well, gave it eight go. out of ten. Yeah, I was um, about to say your uh, video review came out of that the other day, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, a couple of days ago. So go watch it. Um, exactly. It is. It is very good. Um, I I was tossing up between a seven or an eight um, because it. It feels it feels like a budget Yoshi. Not not saying it's a bad it's bad or anything like that, but yeah, it, it's it doesn't have that Nintendo polish. But yeah. it's an indie game, so what do you expect? And it's like less than half the price. They did actually change the price as well. I noticed. Remember when we looked it up last time? It was more expensive. Huh? Did they? Huh? Yeah, and then it was cheaper when I downloaded the review code. So I got it for free, anyways. But still, um, <laughs> it was cheaper for me. But anyways, I I was thinking seven for the longest time, but I went ended up going with eight because of the level variety. And this is the one thing I want to praise Ayo the Clown on the most is that, and I said this in a review, one level, you're, it's a standard 2D platformer. The next level, you're controlling a tank and going through everything like Yoshi, in Yoshi style. And then the next level, you're holding onto a balloon going upwards. And then it's like... Each level is different, and I like that. Each level has its own quirk, so it keeps you on your toes and it keeps it interesting. So I want to. I I went with eight specifically for that reason, which I thought was really good. Which is fair. Yeah, exactly. And last one was I. I mentioned this a couple of episodes ago that I I was playing Pokemon Green, the old Game Boy, Japanese version. I was gonna say, wasn't it to brush up on your Japanese? Yeah, yeah, and then I stopped, and because I don't know, life got in the way. But I'm like, no, I want to keep doing it. So every episode, I want to touch back on Pokemon Green to, and my goal is to every fortnight have beaten a new gym. So I beat Brock. I beat him yesterday, and now next time I'm gonna move on to Misty. And like, obviously that sounds easy, but like, it's all in Japanese. And I'm trying to read everything. So that takes so much time to read through all the dialogue. <laughs> yeah, it would. Because it takes a long time. Like, and I, I can only understand, like, every second word. And then it's like, okay. And, and you got to make sure if, you know what the moves are. And, you know, the translations yeah. aren't quite the same. 
Yeah, yeah. If if anyone knows anything about like reading Japanese, it's not a it's not a one to one translation. Like the the like, sentence structure is completely different. Like I know, like dark the, type is evil type. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and. Like in Japanese, the sentence structure, the verb goes at the end of the sentence. Yes. Nine times out of ten. Which is the most common way to, for languages to use. Yeah. So it's like, it's wrapping your head around that as well and not directly translating it. So there's a, there's a lot of that work to do. But I just beat Brock. I picked Squirtle for that reason, but I didn't go with Bulbasaur because... You went for medium just, mode, not easy mode. I mm. went for medium mode. Exactly. But like I leveled up, I took ages to level up my Caterpie and Weedle to Butterfree and Beedrill. But then when they hit level ten, they didn't learn their moves. Yeah. They just they still had Tackle and Strength Shot. I'm like, where's my confusion? Because they didn't it, even learn Harden. Because it's the the first 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 release of the game, not exactly know, what we had. Exactly. Now it's now it's clicking to me that like, oh yeah, this is the it was, buggy. It was a. Big buggy mess, even buggier than yeah. you know what we had. Yeah, that's saying something because ours was bad. Yeah, <laughs> red. The original red and green releases are bad, buggy messes. Yeah, so that's what, what I'm playing through for, yeah. for the humor of that as well. But yeah, that's all. That is my long list. I knew that was a long list, so I went through that very quickly. But let's move on to the news. Uh, first off, before that though, uh, same as what we do every episode. You can support us, remember, as well, if you go onto Patreon. So for just $1 per month, you get this podcast two to three days early. It all goes towards supporting the website, paying our writers, keep everything running. And because we have a lot of news this time, it would be better if we did this show weekly. But we can't do that until we hit $100 per month. So please help us to do that so that we don't have to rush through our podcast. Please and thank you. Any, very any help would be it. very appreciated absolutely and yeah you do get this podcast two or three days early which i'm sure is awesome but you also get our our thanks as well yes because we really do appreciate it um so first bit of news i'll read this one because it's a bit wordy but a a new leak has revealed some ds gamecube and wii titles which never saw the light of day and other and there's some other interesting tidbits from it as well but the first one i wanted to read out for the ds basically there's a whole list of them. So you can always check them on like nintendoeverything.com or Nintendo Life, you know, those kind of websites. But um, I, I just picked off a few few honorable mentions. The first one is Pokemon Pimble. Why? <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yeah. Uh, be- the fact that Banjo and Conker were going to be replaced with Dixie and Tiny in Diddy Kong Racing DS. I thought they were. Interesting. I don't think they were. I didn't think Banjo and Conker were in... Diddy Kong Racing DS. Yeah, ne- yeah, I never played the DS version, so like I, I wouldn't know, but it would make sense considering you yeah. know Microsoft buying out Rare. Because mm. I remember um, one of the Kong girls were in it, and they were—I think it was Tiny—and she was actually really tall. <laughs> That's funny. Because um, yeah, they they aged her up, but you know Diddy wasn't aged up. Interesting. And last one, New Super Mario Bros. DS was originally planned to feature new stages via Wi-Fi. So they already thought about doing the the constant stream of updates, which I thought was interesting. Which but they Pokemon did in Pimble, a, Jake. Which they did in Mario New Super Mario Bros. Two. Yes. Which was yes, fun. Mm. But Pokemon Pimble. Why it probably would have been Diamond. And, <laughs> it probably would have been Diamond and Pearl. 
It, it totally would have. It yeah. totally would have. But like, it's like it's it's kind of become like a meme with us now. It's like my mm-hmm. my love for Pokemon Pinball. So like, of course, this had to be the first one you put on the list. <laughs> but like, oh, man. Well, so Dixie was in the game. Dixie was in the game. I'm just looking out now. Pokemon Pinball. We're talking about Pokemon Pinball. <laughs> who, who cares yeah. about your Diddy Kong racing? Yeah. Dixie Shut and Tiny up. were. I thought so. So Pokemon Pinball. Nathan, <laughs> get in the game. Yeah, I'm getting in my game. Nah. Um, it would have been perfect on the DS, like u- utilizing those two screens. Mm. Would have been so good because like, obviously, I mean, I'd never really played the GBA one. I did a little bit, but I remember playing the DS... Uh, no, sorry, the the original Game Boy one, sorry. And, like, it goes from, like, the bottom screen to the top screen. And they wouldn't have had to do that with a DS. Yeah. So it would have been perfect. And you had the shoulder buttons. Yeah, exactly. Shoulder like it, buttons for the bumpers. It, it worked was, really well for the uh, Game Boy Advance version. It was, oh. Awesome. That frustrates me. Knowing that they thought about Pokemon people and decide, mm, Wait. maybe we shouldn't. No, I got that wrong. It's actually uh, left and A with a... Uh, with the actual bumpers, the uh, uh, the shoulder buttons were uh, tilting the uh, actual machine. <laughs> oh, so, I don't like uh, that. You get used to it after a while, but uh, yeah, just don't bump the machine too much, otherwise it'll lock up, yeah. just like a normal pinball machine. I remember that. Uh, like, oh, okay. it's like, oh, cheater detected. <laughs> I remember that factor. It's like, oh, why make it a gameplay feature? You guys like, yeah, no, I get that now. <laughs> Yeah. So as a kid, I mean, was I like, g- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, you, like yeah, if the ball gets stuck, you you hit one of the uh, well, one of the shoulder pads to uh, shoulder pads, whatever. Yeah, you hit one of the shoulder buttons to tilt the machine and it uh, to make it free. I mean, I get that, but like that could be an A or left instead of. I mean, I played the original Game Boy game, so I know what you mean, like the A and left. Yeah. You know, and it was the same for that as well. But like, you'd think if you've then got the shoulder buttons, you would use them instead. Yeah. But they could have done that for the DS, and they didn't, and it makes me very sad. Um, for the GameCube, they there were Super Super Paper Mario was originally listed as a GameCube game, uh, known as Super Paper Mario Bros. Oh, the which, one that was on the Wii. Yeah. 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 So there was right. so there was going to be two Super Super. No, not Super. Uh, two Paper Mario games on the GameCube, and that never happened. Well, yeah, only one, only Thousand Year Door on GameCube, and then Super Paper Mario on Wii. And Captain Rainbow was supposed to be a GameCube game. Which do you, do either of you guys know about Captain Rainbow? Was that on the Wii? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. Okay. I yeah, remember it's that, that game that we. Yeah, it's that game we never got where it was like. Uh... Little Mac was fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Mac was fat. It was like going to the. Uh... The forgotten like the Nintendo game mascots or some shit. <laughs> yeah, it was the yeah. forgotten Nintendo characters. I, w- I wish we got that game. And go subtle South Park reference I slipped in there. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever my head. And lastly, there was there were some Wii titles as well, so I picked some picked some interesting ones out of it. There was just yeah. tennis. Tennis. Yeah. Tennis. <laughs> Not even Mario. So I presume that tennis. Yeah. Just tennis. Just tennis. That's <laughs> all, it's all it says. It's all you need to know. NES style. Um, but I, I assume that kind of became, you know, tennis and Wii Sports. Yeah, probably. 
I imagine. Maybe they'll like think about doing like a more fleshed out version of it, but they didn't. Also, I, oh, I found that picture of Tiny it. Kong. She is, oh my God. she is larger. Great. Thank you, Nathan. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought so. I was like, hang on, was she? I put it in our Discord. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Excite Truck was originally called World's Toughest Race. I'm glad yeah, they went with Excite Truck. Yeah, Excite Truck's a better name. <laughs> yeah. Not the best name, but better than World's Toughest Race. Yeah, that's horrible. Um, I mean, a side truck, you know, that's off of a side bike. I'm not sure if you get that, Jake. Yeah, I got it. Okay, cool. Just make it sure. I mean, he's played the Mario Kart track, so... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Fun fact, oh, yeah. it's my favorite track in uh, Mario Kart 8. I don't mind it, but it doesn't work well with the bike. Ironically, like, <laughs> I use I use a bike, and it's, like, the worst for that track. Yeah, You're probably one of the few weird. people that actually use a bike. It's really good. I don't know why more more people don't use bikes. Because it's got a different turning circle than everything else. I know, and I like it. Um, a Metroid game developed by Intelligent Systems was apparently in the works. I wonder if that would be a um, like a strategy RPG. Yeah, I don't know. I would have that, been curious. Yeah, to see how that. how would yeah how would a Metroid game work by like if it was made by Intelligent Systems? Hmm. Well, I mean, what else have they done, Intelligent Systems? Because I only know them for you know. Fire Emblem, Advance Wars, and Paper Mario. I that's all that's I know all... them for. Didn't yeah, they do the Mario and Mario. Luigi games as well? No, that's Alpha Dream. That's right. Who went bankrupt. Australian company. Now I'm just going to look. Of course. <laughs> just to see. <laughs> but, yeah, let, let me know when we're two topics down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that dig. <laughs> And, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't help myself. Uh, Retro Studios were working on Project X, which was an action game that featured Ocarina of Time Sheik, which I don't know how that would have worked, but I would have been down for it. You know, not not going to lie, when I was going through these uh, uh, these news things before we uh, actually started recording, I read that as Ocarina of Time's Shrek, and I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> and now I just want fan art of, like, you know, Shrek in Sheik's outfit. Uh, they did Wrecking Crew, the original Mario, like the original Mario go. Bros. You know, Only one pipe. topic down. Um, Duck Hunt. <laughs> Actually, Duck Hunt? Yeah. They, yeah. they got developed. How long have they been around for? Since 83. They did the original, you know, the Mario Bros with the pipes and stuff. Oh, wow. They also did Tennis. <laughs> Yo, Tennis! Callback. Um... They did Pokemon Puzzle Challenge on the 64. Oh, no, the dude. Game Boy Color one, yeah. sorry. Uh, oh, the one that I put more time into. Uh, the Game Boy Advance Mario Kart. Let's have a look. Okay. WarioWare. Oh, they, a... they did a lot of yeah. stuff more than we expected. Yeah, they drew the yeah. WarioWare games. Dang. Dragon Quest Wars. Okay. Um... But yeah, Nathan, what what are your thoughts about Project X? There is that was it, it doesn't it have Shrek in it. <laughs> yeah, it's chic. Yeah, no, that was an interesting idea. Like an action game featuring chic. Yeah, not Shrek. Yeah, that I'm... would be yeah, it would be interesting. I wonder whether it would have been, would have been like more stealth mechanics. Mm. Oh yeah, probably a stealth action game with chic. 
Yeah. yeah. Thief with Sheik? That would be cool. Yeah. yeah. And last one I thought was interesting was DDR Mario 2 by Konami, because that course that game needed a sequel. Yeah, it did. Well, it didn't. Ma- <laughs> Mario DDR is the o- like the only game, I believe, that actually has Waluigi as the main antagonist. <laughs> and not yes, with DDR Wario. Yes, DDR needed a sequel. Yeah, not with Wario, it's just Waluigi. It's like the so only good. time he's ever getting he's ever gotten the spotlight as an antagonist. And it's a shame. <laughs> and it's not even a main main Mario game. It's just a dumb thing that Konami made because Because uh... Konami. Uh Jake, do you want to take the next one? Uh do, do, do. next one. Here we go. A variety report reveals that Netflix has started working on a new live action Pokemon series. Hello, this is new to me. <laughs> This could be interesting, because obviously they did well with Detective Pikachu. Not Netflix, but like, you know, Detective Pikachu went down well. See, that's the thing. They had really good production value on that. I don't think a series would have as much production value. Yeah, true. But like, one thing that, you know, I've I've seemed to notice with, uh, you know, people kind of being eh on Pokemon games recently, people love like the world of Pokemon yes, they do. more than Pokemon games. So I I think like regardless of its quality, they'd probably like it because it would I uh, it would feel more you know, enjoyable than like actually playing a game. Like you like with a mm. TV series, you could pretty much do anything with Pokemon. Also Netflix has been um getting the rights to since Sun and Moon the anime. Yeah. Yeah, so all that's on Netflix as well. So uh, Netflix has been doing a fair bit with Pokemon recently. Although they so, only have I the mean, first season of Pokemon for the old ones. Nothing else before yeah. after that, except for mm. Sun and Moon and the power of... What is it? They also got the new movies. Because they did the remake of um, the first one, didn't they? With that I really awkward that remake. art style. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it is yeah, word for word the exact same in that new art style, and it feels weird. I want I want to watch it, but I don't want to watch it at the same time. I watched it with Jace, so like it is a hundred percent word for word the exact same. You may as well just watch the old one. Yeah. I could watch the old one again. Yeah, God, that movie's so good. But yeah, I I thought this was interesting. Like I I'd be I'm open to see how it goes. Is where I'm going to take my stance on that. Yeah, hopefully it does well. Yes. Uh, moving on. Nathan, do you want to take the next one? Uh, so we have confirmed more updates for the Animal Crossing New Horizon, which includes weekly fireworks shows, new seasonal items, with more content planned for the rest of the year. Which I assume this was going to be the case anyway, because it was never planned for you know just one year of support. Are yeah. they going to update Animal Crossing so it's actually fun? Oh, that's my dig. <laughs> that's my dig at New Horizons. I was, I was waiting for that. <laughs> that's just because it's I... not a game for you. Yeah, I... I, I... I will admit I did enjoy like the first week of it, but yeah. what little content it had was like quickly just wore off and it's like eh. yeah and then you know people told me it's like oh the older ones were better they had more stuff it's like oh okay cool 
I think it's because yeah, you have to build your way up to a lot of that stuff. Mm, true. I feel like with Animal Crossing, there there's always a huge influx of people that get on it straight away and then 90% of it falls off. Like 90% of that audience fall off after a week or two and then the true 10% remain and they mm. look forward to the updates. In saying it, time. this time it lasted like, you know, two months. A while. I think that was COVID related. Yeah. Yeah. It was a hundred percent like it outsold like that game its... couldn't have come Yeah, that game couldn't have come out at a better time. What was it right. sold its lifetime sales within a month? Yeah, ridiculous. I think it's I I would I'm curious as to whether it is the top selling Switch game now. Uh would not be Mario Kart, yeah. Cause I mean Mario Kart was only like 2 million above. Yeah, but Mario Kart comes with the new consoles. Well, that's the thing. So I'm like, I'm wondering whether that it still keeps it up top or whether New Horizons or whether New Horizons has potentially lost its legs. Also, New, um, new Horizons has the issue of if you get a new Switch, you can only do one transfer off your save file. Mm. Yeah. Which, Which works okay for me, but for like families, that, that really sucks. Also, you know, like... If your Switch gets stolen, or, you know, it gets broken. Yeah. Like, it yeah, kind so of it's... stuff, like, because cloud saving on it is doesn't work because they don't want people to cheat, but hmm. what does it matter on a game like that? People were time traveling. Yeah. The game was... Animal Crossing is made for cloud saves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is the game that should be on as a cloud save. Yeah. Nintendo. Please. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking this one. Boldo launches August 27th. Yay! Hey, release date. I, this game, I think I mentioned it last time, it's been in production for like 10, 15 years. Oh, wow, so yeah. It's... Oh, I'm just so excited for it. I know you've been waiting for this. It's. It looks so good. Like, I, I don't want to review it either. I just want to buy it. I will pay full price for this. I will buy it at launch and play it, and I'll talk about it on the podcast. But yeah, I mean, have you guys watched the release trailer or seen anything? I have it? not had time this week at all. Yeah, uh, you're the only person I know that actually knows Baldo exists, <laughs> to be honest. So You'd, you'd be surprised. He said yeah, he knows. Following. I know, but he'd still be surprised. It looks so good. Ugh. It was announced two years ago. Here we go. I'm just reading a little blurb on it. Announced two years ago. It was shown off in an Indie World showcase. And then they just dropped August 27th, which is which is so frustrating because I'm pretty sure that's the date the Psychonauts 2 releases. Now, I, it just came to me. And No More Heroes 3. Oh, fun. Ah, uh, good luck. <laughs> I'm playing Baldo and No More Heroes Three. I'm excited for that as well. And I'll play Psychonauts too. Two later. <laughs> nah, that's that's later. I can I can wait for that. I've been waiting this long. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely gonna take this next one as well. <laughs> Super Meat Boy and Super Meat Boy Forever Physical Editions box art is terrifying. No, it's not, <laughs> yeah, baby. I mean, I saw this image. I thought it was just a fan art initially, and that's why I was like, "Hang on, is this uh, is this what I thought it was?" And then, yeah, no, it is a hundred percent. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, re I really like that they have a uh, crossover with Marvel having the thing in, uh, <laughs> you know, Super Meat Boy. That's cool. I think oh, I think his girlfriend looks more ghastly than him. Yeah, she I looks agree. like she has no I face. Yeah, like if it just had him, like that poster to the right, you know, of the of the image that we're looking at. Um, oh, yeah, that would be fine. That would be fine, but because it has her there as well, and it like it it confirms our deepest fears. It's oh, it's so weird. Why did they do it? Why did they go for this? Probably to get people talking about it like we are now, but... Also, limited run games do a lot of stuff like this. Yeah. Can you just imagine seeing this on, like, the store shelf, though? I'd look at it and I wouldn't think it's Super Meat Boy. Until I obviously saw the title, but... It's just so weird. <laughs> Why? Well, Why not? No, so, uh, yeah, uh, Super Meat Boy did start out as a Newgrounds game, so, of course, this feels like... A natural evolution of a Newgrounds game becoming like as big as this is, having something weird and dis yeah weird, disgusting and disturbing being like the front cover. With sure. a bunch of rockets in the background. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really a big fan of the game, actually. To be honest, it is like challenging, and I it's like oh, kind yeah. of games like I can't deal with. I do yeah, like how like it comes in a meat tray. Platformers, no. Yeah, when it comes in a meat tray, that's fun. That's at least fun. <laughs> so what was it? Um, copy of the game, collector's box, Meat Boy figure, the meat tray, the aforementioned meat tray, and an 18 by 24 double-sided poster. And I th there's a collector's edition as well. There's also a shadow box, a squishy toy, the original soundtrack, 160-page hardback art book, and enamel pin. Which, that pin looks pretty cool, actually. And the squishy toy looks very cute. Yeah, yeah it's nice pin. Nice toy. <laughs> well, would you pay the extra extra money for it? Probably not. We can appreciate it from afar. Yes, yes, we can. Uh, Nathan, do you want to take the next one? Yeah, uh, Super Monkey Ball. Banana Mania has confirmed to be 60 frames per second with gyro controls on the Switch. I think that's cool that we got that confirmation. Yeah. I reckon the game would have ran too well if it wasn't 60 FPS. Wasn't it Silent yeah. Colors was confirmed not 60 FPS? I don't know about that. What, on the Switch version? Yeah, only on the Switch version. It was missing something in That's... the Switch version compared to the uh, other versions in the trailer. That's a bummer. Yeah. That's a huge bummer. I don't think I would ever play Super Monkey Ball by choice with gyro controls. It's hard. I like the fact... Yeah, I like the fact that it's on there for people. Obviously, the Wii version was all about that. So it was the 3DS version. Could you not have the option to use regular controllers? I can't remember. Uh, I had it on launch day, played it like twice, and that was it. Because <laughs> what else can you could you play? That was Street Fighter, like we talked about last time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about Street Fighter on, on the 3DS. Um. There was but no yeah, one passing I'm... say. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I, yeah, I cool that it has gyro controls. When if slash when I eventually play this, I won't be playing with gyro controls. But it's cool. Um, maybe it lets speedruns well. happen faster using it. 
Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, I'll take this one because I doubt you guys are following the, the Olympics. I don't have time, like I said. <laughs> My family are following the, the Olympics, so I pick up a few things. Also, you were watching this, like, the day it was happening. Mm. Yeah, I love the Olympics. I've been following it ever since. Australia are doing very well. Like, the best we've ever done. As Apart I hear, from I Sydney. Yeah. What do you mean? Sydney was when we did, like, insane, wasn't it? Because we had so many athletes in it. Uh, no, we actually did better in Athens. Oh, really? In 2004. Huh. We won 16 gold medals in Sydney, 17 in Athens, and we're up to like 13 already now. That's impressive. With like, yeah, we're still like a week ago. It's it's nuts. Anyways, um, Nintendo podcast. Nintendo music was originally planned for the Tokyo Olympics opening ceremony and would have featured Lady Gaga and Naomi Watanabe coming out of warp pipes wearing Mario's hat. Which is interesting like i i get the tie-in because of how the rio olympics ended that their closing yeah. ceremony and yeah how that would announced. have been actually really cool like to have that connection yeah i honestly thought they would have done it they might have done it for like 2020 and maybe something happened but what we got instead was and it was funny i was watching it i was watching it with my housemate and she's and she's from columbia and um she doesn't really know much much about like nintendo games and all that kind of stuff and then the countries started coming coming in, the athletes and Dragon Quest, the Dragon Quest music, that iconic, da 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 da, like, and that came on. I was just like, oh my god! I just started bouncing up and down. She's like, what's going on right now? Oh my god! Like my my dad was watching the uh the opening ceremony as well, and like my dad is like super old school big sport jock kind of person Mm -hmm. so like like the complete opposite of me so like yeah he he was uh he was watching it and like he could immediately tell oh this is video game music what is this crap (laughs) (laughs) and it's to be expected in japan's one we knew it was gonna happen yeah it's what he says like oh it's what we get for going to japan (laughs) like what was it I had to explain. It's like, yeah, this is, okay. That's Dragon Quest. That's Final Fantasy. That's yeah. Sonic. That's Nia. <laughs> Wait, Nia? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, what was it, Alex? You posted that uh, the Japanese like uh, caster for the Olympics was dressed up as Jiraiya. Yeah, like only in Japan, and I yeah. love Japan. <laughs> Japan's awesome, but like, yeah, it's. it's just, I did not expect it, and even though it was. You know, it's Japan, and Japan, you know, is very proud of that kind of stuff. I just did not expect to to watch all the athletes walk out to the battle music of Final Fantasy. Like, yeah, the whole thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, probably would have expected, like, maybe one or two, but the whole thing? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I know uh, t- was it Monster Hunter was in there as well, wasn't it? Yeah, Monster Hunter as well, yep. And I'm, I'm messaging my dad this, and similar to you, Jake, it was just <laughs> like, eh, okay. I was like, you don't understand. It's Sonic. This is is big for us. Let us have this. But yeah, it's funny what to think of what it could have been. So, but Lady Gaga would have been an interesting choice. Yeah, and I don't know Naomi Watanabe myself. Nor do I, honestly. From looking at it, she's a comedian from Japan, and has done a few like yeah. 
It's just Lady Gaga come out of the pipe dressed in her meat suit. Oh my god! Don't, that's all I know about Lady Gaga. Don't even remind me of that. That that's literally the only thing I know about. I think Lady she's Gaga. toned herself down a lot since those days. I hope so because her gimmick was dumb. I did not follow. She so, she I'm wore just... a suit made out of meat. I got it, that. It, yeah, like, it was just hooks with like a whole bunch of like random cuts of meat. Like maybe she was doing Super Meat Boy. <laughs> just to bring maybe it back. she was the girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about the next one? Uh I'll probably take this next one as well <laughs> because I have you either of you guys heard the game Eastwood? Nope. Nope. Nah. <laughs> Anyways, it's really cool. It looks really good. It's coming in. It's confirmed for 2021. It was coming uh, 2020. It's it's like a Zelda Mother 3 set in Japan. Cool. It's like the best way to describe it. But a lot of people have been clamoring over this, waiting for it. Um, IGN did a did got exclusive rights to get to post the 25 minutes of gameplay so check that out um i'm seeing that now yeah it looks the game looks great it looks fantastic there's not too much more i can say about that but i just wanted to sneak that in just because yeah definitely keep your eye out for eastwood um jake do you want to take the next take the next one all right uh new pokemon snap gets a free major content update with three additional areas and 20 new pokemon wow a whole 20 of them that's a fair bit for Pokemon Snap. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. For Pokemon Snap, it's yeah, but like you know, <laughs> don't be cynical. I'm the cynical guy on the on the podcast. I have. I know to it's be. your I thing. Have, I have to be on brand. <laughs> fair. See, fair. I've seen an extended, like a slightly extended look at the river level, and at first I had that. Oh my god, these are the original levels. Like. You know the the canyon, the river. But it looks yeah. like they're not, but they're slump, somewhat inspired by them. Yeah, I saw that as well. I I had that thought when the Metapod came down from the string. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, it's yeah. I had exactly the same thought, but yeah, apparently it's not. But it looks yeah, it, it looks, looks very, very similar. much like it. Yeah, it must be inspired by. Yeah, and, and like, we finally have Mew back in. Yes, I mean it's my favorite Pokemon, so. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, I know that's someone's favourite. <laughs> yeah. But I'm honestly surprised that this is free. Yeah. Depending on how much meat to the bone there is, but... I mean, three whole areas with the day and night version. Yeah, and those areas are decent size. Yeah. Like, now that all that's coming out, New Pokemon Snap, that's a meaty game compared to the original. It is a functionally an extra chapter. Yeah, okay. Because each chapter was like, you know, three areas. Yeah, that's that's true. Which I wonder if there's a new Illumina Pokemon. That'll probably be Mew. Fair point. <laughs> I assume so anyways. I, c- I could be wrong. That is fair. Yeah. We'll but just have to wait Do you see. reckon... Well, that's it. Nathan, do you reckon you'll go back to new Pokemon Snap to play these? Eventually. When I have time yeah. and, you know, not playing other stuff. Because I just picked up well, um, Monster Hunter Stories 2. Oh. I picked that up today. I was like, I've been hearing a lot of good things about it. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard good things about it as well. 
Like people I mean, are like, I... oh, it's Pokemon, but good. Oof. Rude. I mean, uh, the way Pokemon mainline games have been going. Yeah, you're not mm. you're not wrong, but still rude. Yeah, but you're not wrong. Um, but anyways, yeah, I. I'm probably the same as you. I think I'll eventually go back to new Pokemon Snap, but probably not straight away. Because, I mean, by the time this podcast goes live, it would be out already. Yes. But, like as, like we said before, we have so much to play. And I'll be needing to finish everything that I'm playing before before No More Heroes 3 and Boldo comes out. So, eventually, I'll get around to this. Jake, you haven't played new Pokemon Snap, haven't you? No. Nah, not your type of game. Nah, didn't really get into the first one, so... Yeah, fair. Yeah. Did you watch many of the streams that were happening off it? Nah, not nah. really. Because I remember a few uh, few like popular ones were doing it. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, do you want to take the next one? Yeah, uh, New Monster Hunter Rise crossover, which is with Okami. It's their second uh, Capcom collab with themselves. What? Why did they make another Okami game? Because the first Okami... Like, most people who have played the first Okami still haven't finished it. So that game is so long. This actually is... So, so the crossover is your Palamute gets the Okami skin, and it is really good. Like, I don't know if you yeah, guys have seen cool. the trailer of it, but, like, it is really good. Like, well done. Yeah, yeah. That, there's a really well done Amaterasu. Yeah. <laughs> It's like whenever they do these kinds of like costume ones, they actually go really into it. Like on a uh, world, there was uh, you could get your Palico dressed up as Mega Man. That's cool. And whenever yeah, they would I, drink like, the uh, yeah, the potion, Mega Man. Yeah, whenever yeah. they drink the potion, it would actually like make the like potion sound from uh, Mega Man, like the energy. <laughs> like the E tank refill. Yeah. <laughs> like. It, they tend to go like full effort in these like collab things, and obviously they're collabing with Capcom, so you know it doesn't cost them as much. But well, that's it. Yeah, it's a self-referential kind of thing. And I don't know if there will be Nintendo ones on Rise because they're releasing it on PC eventually. That's a good point. So that might be why they're play... doing it with like the Capcom collab. So you know, because they know they're so releasing it on PC, it'd be save them a lot more money. Yeah, that's a good point. I need to play through Okami properly. Like, I think I got about 10 hours into it. So very similar. Like, I get so far into it and then I stop. But I think Okami is a perfect fit because of that Japanese influence. Yes. Yeah. It'd be good if they re- With Monster Hunter Rise. You know, remade it on the Switch again. Do another they re-released it. On the Switch? Yeah. Oh, they did. The HD version. Oh, I wasn't sure they had. And I... And it has, uh, with the Switch version, there's touchscreen controls, or you can play with the Joy-Con, or you can just play it with a regular controller. So it has all of those options. Huh. That's so pretty in- other intensive. Than it, yeah, so other than it not being, you know, 4K, like the, you know, the other versions, it's the, argu- arguably, it's the most definitive version. Yes. Did it get a physical release? I don't think so because I haven't seen it anywhere. Yeah, mm. yeah, I don't think on Switch or like Damn. PS4 and whatnot. Damn, that's probably why I didn't I realize gonna, it uh, came out. <laughs> I, I, I was going to make a joke about the uh, original box art, but oh well. Damn, I mean, you can still do it. <laughs> well, 
I was gonna say, does uh, does the uh, re-release box art have uh, IGN's watermark still on it? <laughs> um, uh, I think they only did a physical in Japan. Yeah, of course. Of the Switch version? Yes. Like, the newer version. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. You can pick up the new version. It often goes on sale for, like, 10 Australian bucks. Yeah, it's only in Japan they did a physical version. Yeah, it sounds about right. It looks really, really pretty. Yeah. The amount of stuff I'm going to buy when I'm over there is going to be so good. Like, when I eventually get to teach over there. I, um... Uh, what am I, what am I saying? Uh, yeah, last time I went, like, five years ago, I... I can't, I can't remember whether I've told this story or not, but I went to Japan with one suitcase, and I came back with two. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, about right. That I bought. Yeah. And they're just, I've just had boxes at the moment of like classic Japanese consoles, like the the old Super Famicom with the original. I I bought the original Fire Emblem, like on the on the SNES. I don't think that's the original actually, but like you you know what I mean, the yeah, SNES yeah. Fire Emblem that we didn't get. I bought Final Fantasy six. I think it was six or five, one of the two. Like I've got like I've got that boxed version, and it only costs like twenty bucks. Oh wow. Over there. It's ridiculous. So good, and I've got I've got all this stuff. I I remember I showed you guys as well the um, link to the past. I've got Jason like bugging me yeah, about wanting yeah. to go because he wants to go to Nintendo World. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to go to Nintendo World. I want to go see oh, the uh, the One Piece bronze statues they've been releasing. Yeah. I'll have to I'll have to like take videos and post it to our YouTube channel. Yeah. I'll have to do that. Go go to the Nintendo headquarters again. Yeah, that was so much fun. I miss Japan. I can't wait to go back. Switchboo World Vlogs. <laughs> hey, if it, if it boosts up our subscriber count. More content. Switch, yeah. switch over to a vlog channel. <laughs> oh, just make a third channel. <laughs> so many channels. Um, Jake, I'm going to get you to read out this next one. Because of the irony. <laughs> <laughs> because of what happened before the uh, before the recording. All right, Doctor Mario World mobile game is shutting down at the end of October. So the joke here of me uh, talking about this is because uh, this is legit the first time I heard that Doctor Mario World was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so the first time hearing about it, it's like, oh, it's shutting down. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically Candy Crush, but you know, Doctor Mario gameplay. It has that, you yeah. know, you have lives and every time you fail, you lose a life. And then you also yeah, have, yeah. A, like, each character has their own doctor model. So you can have Dr. Yoshi, Dr. Peach, which are on a gotcha system. Mm-hmm. Of and they course. all have powers. Of course. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you're glad you uh, didn't hear about this game. Oh, it yeah. it hits a lot of things that you hate about mobile games. Mm-hmm. It was not fun. I tried it for a little bit. I was like, uh, this isn't that fun. I never played it. Same. Again. Yeah, I played it for like, I don't know, half an hour when yeah. it came out. I'm like, eh, I'm done. Yeah, I'm I had the same any, thing. I'm not paying any money for this. I, yeah, I just rather play the original Dr. Mario. Exactly. And even then, eh. Yeah, I always, I always preferred, you know, Tetris yeah. over Doctor Mario. Mm. I'm gonna play anything Same. like that. I'm gonna play Tetris. 
all I remember from Dr. Mario World, though, like, the, for me personally, the the long-standing legacy that this game will have was all the weird doctor. Yeah. Like, all the weird characters as doctors. What were the, what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Like I said, Dr. Yoshi. No, but there, there were, like, really bizarre ones. There was, like, Wasn't there, like, Dr. Cooper? Yeah, no, but there was, like, Dr. Goomba stack, where it was, like, three (laughs) Goombas. Okay, I didn't see that one. Oh, there are some, there are some really bizarre ones. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look this up. Uh, Trust me, we're a, uh, I'm a doctor. (laughs) <laughs> Dr. Goombas I'm not three Goombas in a suit Oh my! There are that some weird ones Terrible Dr. Dolphin Dr. Baby Mario Dr. D- Baby Luigi What? Dr. Wario Dr. Waluigi uh, I mean, Dr. Luma What? Dr. Luma Oh my gosh <laughs> Dr. Hammerbro Dr. Cheap Cheap Dr. Spiny Cheap Cheap Dr. Bloober. Dr. Dry Bowser. Yes, I want to talk yeah, to my uh, my undead doctor. Dr. <laughs> Fire Mario. Dr. Fire Peach. Dr. Fire Luigi. Uh, of, of course. <laughs> Dr. Fire Rosalina. Of course they'd have those versions of the characters because bloody Mario Kart 2 does the same thing. Also, Dr. Nabbit. Dr. Star Bunny. From Galaxy. Oh, remember the bu- really? The- <laughs> yes. It's like how Mario Kart Seven had like the Queen Bee from Mario Galaxy as a character. Like, why? Funnily <laughs> enough, there's Doctor Queen Bee. Oh, Doctor Baby <laughs> Wario is gross. I was about to swear. <laughs> <laughs> what is up with Doctor Baby Wario? Oh uh, yeah, I remember that one. Excuse but- me. Let me let me get that. Where where's that one? I- I'm not sure if I'm looking at the same list as you. Uh, I mine's a Mario Baby Waluigi too. I don't know. Mario.fandom.com? Uh, MarioWiki.com. I think I'm looking at the same one. Anyways, where's Baby Wario? I've got Wario. Please tell me there is a Baby Waluigi. Uh, I don't know. There's also 8-bit Dr. Mario, because of course. Yeah. Oh, we have gone on a deep dive on this. This is, is going to be a... <laughs> <laughs> uh... Oh, the Dr. Goombrat. Hang on. Uh... Jake, check the Discord. <laughs> it's so weird. I think Nathan oh, he looks hideous. Funny. Yes. Oh, what the hell is that? <laughs> Ew. Dr. Petey Piranha. Yeah. Dr. Piranha Plant. And yes, they all had like, you know, different stats. Mm-hmm. Like, some of these aren't... I don't even know these characters. Dr. Sumo Bro, Dr. Hucket Crab. Okay, this one, uh, here's uh, Dr. Goomba Tower. Yeah. Dr. Porky Puffer. Is what so is a Porky dumb. Puffer? This is so dumb. Okay, uh, this one hasn't got as many people as yours. <laughs> it's I'm so. Glad this is getting shut down. Also, also there was assistance, which I think you also had to roll to get, which were just standard characters. Oh, come on. Yeah, it's so funny. Doctor... Okay, okay, I'm putting this in the in the Discord chat so you guys can all see this. Dr. Krober. It's not a Doctor version, but it's just of the character. How is that? <laughs> what? <laughs> How does that get a Doctor? What is that? Krober. So dumb. Oh, my God. 
So this is the legacy that Dr. Mario World would leave behind. Yeah, it was... The legacy of having Dr. Baby Wario, but no Baby Waluigi. Uh-huh. Come on. It was a weird game. Yeah. And all the updates were just that. were just stupid. Stupid updates with stupid Dr. characters. And it was it was just funny. It was just funny to to you know listen to the weekly news on this. Yeah, I think all of those are assistants, like the Crowbar and that. So they're not main character ones that you had, but they'll be your assistants. Yeah. But still. It's... But yes, the dolphin was actually a legitimate playable character, as you could see in our Discord. Actually, I'm going to put this in our public Discord. <laughs> so if people are interested in seeing this... Yeah, go to our Discord. Which you can find at the top of our Twitter page. Plug successful. Um, that was a long than yeah. I thought it would be. <laughs> that was. <laughs> totally worth it, though. We went down the rabbit um, hole. Oh, it was a great rabbit hole. If you're going to talk about Dr. Mario World, that's all you got to talk about. Anyways, it's ending in October. When in October? 31st of October. I didn't get that. 1st of October, is it? 31st. Oh, 31st. Like, legitimately 31st. the end of October. So, Halloween. Yeah, okay. Because it was a nightmare of a <laughs> <Spoopy>. game. Spoopy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on. Nintendo comments on potential of burn-in on Switch OLED screens. I, I'm going to read out the, the statement that Nintendo released on this. Um, I, I explained it before, before the podcast, that this is the most, it's a very, uh, very business kind of statement, you know, in that it doesn't really say much. It, it kind of puts it back onto the consumer, which is interesting, but I'll read it out and I'll let you guys judge. We've designed the OLED screen to aim for longevity as much as possible, but OLED displays can experience image retention if subjected to static visuals over a long period of time. However, users can take preventative measures to preserve the screen by utilizing features included in the, in the Nintendo Switch systems by default, such as auto brightness function to prevent the screen from getting too bright and the auto sleep function to go into auto sleep mode after short periods of time. Now here's the problem. Your average consumer is not going to know any of that. Yeah. Mm. It is it is a concern and it's I I used to I used to work at JB Hi-Fi um and was selling TVs when OLED was starting to become a thing and I just remember no one bought them. No one bought OLED's OLED TVs and when they did they uh, when someone had a question about it it was about the screen burn the screen's burning out and i had to say to them yeah it can happen and it does happen more regularly on an oled screen compared to others and then samsung came up with i think it was uled screens that were you know a bit more uh a bit better for longevity so i so these screens that samsung have provided nintendo are old oled screens that they just had lying around oh cool oh fun <laughs> and they just they just gave them, like and nintendo were like yeah well because, I mean, they're still better than the than the screen that they're using. Yeah. Like, and they look better. But, yeah, it's 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 an issue. It, it is going to be an issue for some, for some screens. But it's not going to happen to every Switch. Like, you know, it's not going to happen to many. But 
there will be the odd one here and there where that well it will happen. Now here's the problem though. So games tend to have visual like HUDs that don't move under static. Mm. And that is more likely to burn in even if like, you know, because, you know, your game's moving, but if the HUD is not moving and it's static on the screen, example, because this happened on my TV, which was an OLED, but because I played it so much with my friend, uh, it burnt in Borderlands. That health bar, experience bar and all that stuff stays in the same spot the whole time you play. That can get burnt in very easily. So a lot of games where, you know, the HUD or whatever is on the screen stays static that can very easily get burnt into an OLED. Mm. Yeah, so it's it's the obvious concern. Like it is more of an issue than you know you'd actually realize. Mm. Yeah, so just yeah, reading this for me, that's even more justification for me not buying it. I'm gonna take the risk. And we'll I think it'll be fine. And then it'll, it'll be burn. fine. She'll be right. She'll be right. For about I'll get six the extended months. warranty. <laughs> I'll get the extended warranty. It'll be fine. I'm Australian. She'll be right. I mean, technically, oh, yeah. technically, um, consumer warranty is the, the expected life of the uh, product in Australia. Yeah, which is twelve months. No, that that's the manufacturer's warranty. Actual proper warranty in Australia, you can actually go. No, the ex- expected life of the pr- uh, product is, you know, whatever. Say, t- five years. If it doesn't last from that, yeah. you can technically get a refund. Yeah. Consumer rights are like our consumer rights are really high. <laughs> I hated when people came in and say, "I know my consumer rights." It's like, oh, do you want to buy it or not? <laughs> like, what was it? Like, what that's do, why we, Steam has refunds. We, yeah, it was like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Um, but yeah, I, I just thought that was interesting. And it is it is, it is, is a comment that very much puts it back onto the consumer. Where it's like, oh, it's not our problem. You didn't put it on auto brightness. I was like, who the, who the hell puts their screen on auto brightness? I hate auto brightness. Half the time you can't see it. Mm. Exactly. It doesn't read it correctly anyway. So it's just like, you're not go- and then you're going to get annoyed. And then you're going to put it on manual. And then they yeah, they're going to blame you for having it on manual yeah yeah that that's the most annoying thing auto brightness like my uh my phone has auto brightness like mm. on by default and there is no way to turn that off so i have to deal with it and i hate it it is always like at the bottom like the like the dimmest it can be and it drives me insane i hate it because i have to do with it with my uh scanner for work and like it was always when i ever pull it out of my pocket it's dark i'm like hurry up bright up so i can actually see what i'm doing yeah just pointed at the sun for a second yeah <laughs> and last bit of news uh suda 51 hopes for a no more heroes movie or tv show and it actually almost happened once which can you just imagine if this gets a movie or tv show i'd hope more a tv show than a movie do you reckon it has enough legs for a I mean, look at TV show like now? a ten episode a Netflix very, series. Yeah, a very short one. Mm. You could easily do a ten episode yeah, like Netflix a series. series. Like you know, focus on one assassin each time. That's a good point, actually. Like they'd ha- they'd obviously have to go like further into. Oh it. yeah, yeah, and that's be very like easy. Hour long episodes. Yeah. Mm. 
and half the episode is just going to be the the, the fight scene. Well, they're insane that the um yeah the He Man like a uh, series that just came out were only half hour episodes, and there was only five episodes in uh, part one. Fair. Um, so Suda Fifty One did give a statement on this as well. I'm pretty sure it was an interview. Yeah, interview with IGN. IGN's up come up a couple times in this episode. Uh, so Suda Fifty One says, "I've actually had a lot of offers and proposals for a new No More Heroes movie or TV show over the years, and as of yet, not a single one of them has come to fruition. No, wait. To be exact, one of them actually came really close, but ended up not working out. We had actually gone so far as to decide on the actor to play the main character, but it never made it into production." But anyway, we get proposals like that all the time. So one of these days, I'm hoping that we'll be able to make that dream a reality and give everyone the No More Heroes movie or TV show that they want, maybe on Amazon Prime or Netflix or something. Do they say the actor at any point? No, no. And that's like, out of all of that, that is the tidbit of information that I'd want to know the most. Exactly. Yeah, I think that might be like a contract thing that, yeah, they're not allowed to... I mean, I'd assume they actually never picked anyone exactly because, you know, it was like, oh, probably this person, but, you know, they could have rejected it. Yeah, like, they might not have even approached them or anything like that. I mean, I I would think Ryan Reynolds because of Deadpool. Mm. Yeah, that That, makes sense. Yeah. He would actually make a good Travis touchdown. Yeah, and he's doing that other game at the moment. Oh, oh, the the um, free free man. Free, yeah, where he's the NPC in his own video game. Oh, hey, it's Mog World, but a movie. Yeah, it actually doesn't look too bad, honestly. Yeah, actually, yeah, I'm actually, you know, I don't usually look forward to movies, but I might watch it. It's video game related, so it's caught my eye. One track yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. The book that I'm reading at the the book series that I'm reading at the moment is The Witcher. So, anything video game related, or I would read. Uh, I love the book Console Wars. Uh, I want like I'm still waiting on my book Arsiwada. So yeah, anything, any any other medium. You're gonna get the uh, the Reggie book. Ah, uh, maybe. I'd talk. I would talk about that. But check out our last episode of the podcast where we talked a lot about that or you can watch or listen to the snippet on our youtube channel which just came out didn't it yeah actually yeah as of today uh, of recording first of august plug successful once again nailed it yeah we're good at this job so we're we're on the roll today with plugs (laughs) right (laughs) <laughs> that wraps up all the news so next up we'll go over to the indie roundup uh where we've got a lot of indie games eight to be exact yeah it's uh, a lot st- more than we normally have yeah normally it's like four or five like i looked it up and i'm just like oh is that one and then there's that one. Oh my god then there's that one and it just kept coming a lot like, of them are on the so same day as well yeah yeah what is that four on the 5th of august one on the, one on the 6th of august and three on the 12th yeah three on the 12th of august so yeah they come in they come in packs, I guess. Anyways, uh, the first one is the Falconeer Warrior Edition. So, this one, uh, I reckon for these, because I listened back to our old indie roundups and I kind of just fumbled my way through them. But I'm gonna start reading a bit of the, um, a bit of the synopsis about them, just so you can get like an idea 
of what to expect. So, soar through the skies aboard a majestic warbird, explore a stunning oceanic world, and engage in epic aerial dogfights in this BAFTA-nominated air combat game from solo developer Thomas Sala. It's always impressive when you get a solo developer. Yeah. Yeah. And this game, for a solo developer... Yeah, damn. Yeah. Yeah, it visually looks really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, BAFTA nominated as well. Yeah. That's yeah, so impressive. <laughs> also, Falconeers are just a cool concept in general. Yeah. It looks like a better, like 10 times better Star Fox with more freedom and less of a mm. rail shooter. We so don't what, speak Star about Fox Star Fox Zero. I was going to say, we don't speak about Star Fox Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Already did. Can't go back. It's too late. Uh, so what that tried to yeah, what that tried to do. But this is I mean, yes, we're a Switch focused podcast and, and all that kind of stuff. This is actually on Game Pass in 4K. But there you go. So if you got and it, it's been out for a little while, so if you got Game Pass, download it there. Uh, but obviously if you want it on the Switch, download the Switch, all that fun stuff. But yeah, this actually I've I've had this I've had my eye on this for a while. So I'm glad that it's coming to Switch. It looks like a good game for it. I can. I'm just thinking what this would be like in handheld mode, though. In 720p, is my only concern. Yeah. Especially the small text. In the in one of the images. Oh right, yeah, yeah. That might. Mm, yeah, that yeah. might be bad. Hopefully, there's hmm. some kind of uh, text uh, text size option. Yeah, or you just. Because with these types of games where it's, where it's like that, the text is so small, I use the zoom option on the Switch. Do you guys know about that? No. <laughs> so if you double click the home button, it'll zoom in and you can adjust the zoom in. Huh. Yeah. Neat. The this more is, you know. Yeah, this is legit the first I'm hearing of this. <laughs> the more you know. So that one's 5th of August. That one goes for 30 US dollars. So it's not a, it's not a cheap. So what would that be like? 40 US dollars, but it's you know, considering the game, how beautiful beautiful it is, and you know, BAFTA nominated, it's it looks worth it's worth the thirty US dollars. I mean, I wasn't expecting Chris Towers to be eighty dollars. Yeah, yeah, that was that is, mm. yeah, oh that was boy. interesting. <laughs> Next up, we've got Haven Park. This looks like so, Animal Crossing. So that's what a lot of people were saying, and I was actually going to mention that as well. It's I, it does, but it's more of an adventure, like an exploration yeah. type game. So I was thinking um, Animal Crossing again, across Stardew Valley. Yeah, it's a it's a cute adventure game. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the synopsis: B. Flint, who is doing his very best to keep his grandma's park up and running and make it a place for the campus to enjoy. Learn the campers' wishes and build whatever their hearts desire to attract even more quirky characters and look forward to whimsical conversations and quests. So this does remind me a bit of Animal Crossing, but it also... Did either of you guys play A Short Hike? No, never heard of it. Definitely look it up. I gave it... I think I gave it 90, 92 when we were doing percentages. Um, it's a very short game, you know, A Short Hike. Um, but... It's very good, and it's it's not that expensive either. I think I bought it for like seven fifty Australian dollars or something like that. Mm. Uh, but it is so good, and it's it's a bite sized game. You you'd be done with it within an hour and a half or two hours. But it's very good, and it kind of it reminds me of that. Like uh, Haven Park reminds me of that with Animal Crossing 
or yeah, Stardew Valley vibes, and but like with a bit more exploration. So, and this one's only eight ninety nine US dollars as well. Not too bad. Like, about twelve, yeah. thirteen. Yeah, and for what it is, it looks pretty cool. I reckon. Uh, here we go as well. Plenty of quests and a heartfelt story to keep you busy for two to four hours with many little secrets to uncover. So neat. It's a neat little. Yeah, it's it's a good afternoon game. A Sunday afternoon game. Next up, we have Dreamscaper. So this one, uh, by night, delve into your subconscious and discover powerful artifacts to conquer your nightmares. By day, explore Red Haven and build relationships to unlock dream powers. So this action role-playing adventure. Yeah, looking through the, the screens, I can't tell how the game plays. Mm. I get that. It looks. It's a roguelike, um... I can see, but like I don't know. So I only yeah, know yeah, that go, going by the because of the yeah, going by these screenshots. There's like, oh, there's like, okay, she's punching something. Then there's something bursting out of the ground, and she's parrying something. Like initially, yeah. I was uh, thinking, I'm you know, a enemy. side scroller beat him up. Yeah, and then we got like some puzzle thing, and now she's just hanging out in a record store, like, like it's browsing records. Very like, confusing the screens that they put up. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I'm curious I'm I'm curious about this one. I don't think it's a game for me personally, but um I'm pretty sure Nintendo put this in one of their indie world presentations. So I think they were talking a lot about it. But I've played indie world games before and some of them aren't too good. Looking at Summer and Mara. Oh it's terrible. Uh but but yeah, it looks decent enough if if that's what you're into uh this next one dodgeball academia so i thought about this one when you guys were talking about that other game lethal league place that's it that's the one i scrolled up and just found it um i actually thought about this when you guys were talking about it when you said about dodgeball so it's although this kind of looks like turn-based rpg dodgeball i like the uh the kamehameha yeah (laughs) The art style is very okay, uh, KO. Yeah. You know, that well, well, not the world, but like the character. But like, have you uh, heard of that show before, Alex? Not me, but I was thinking uh, Assassination Classroom. Oh yeah, that thing too. But uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> okay, KO is kind of a uh, kind of a cartoon on uh, Cartoon Network that was uh, inspired by you know things like Street Fighter and stuff like that. So it's like. Okay. Uh, an American mall that constantly has street fights. <laughs> Jake, remember, sure. last week we learned he didn't have a childhood. Oh, right. We sure did. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's a relatively new show. So I think I did, oh, if this is what I think it is. I think I remember I seeing mean, something. It's, 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 the show, it's the show with that uh, one fight scene that I showed you, Nathan, where the lead singer of Corn. That's right. Yeah. Also, I think this was um actually um done with. Oh, I remember seeing something from a uh, Team Four Star. Are we talking about Dodgeball Academia? No. Okay, Ko. Oh, okay. I think they worked on it, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It it wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Yeah. Anyway, Dodgeball Academia. Because it's, it's uh, still similar. Jo- join rookie Dodgeball student Otto and uh, and an. 
oh my god, I'm going to start that again. Join rookie dodgeball student Otto and an, an eclectic cast of characters in Dodgeball Academia as they train to dominate on and off the courts on this fast-paced sports RPG. So it is a sports RPG. It looks really good. Right? Yeah. Like turn-based kind of battles. Yeah, I might check that out. That actually looks like it would be fun to play. And then, you, then it shows that open world well not open world but like uh almost paper mario-esque exploration and the art style is really nice yeah. yeah i also got the the title kind of reminds me of danganronpa a little bit as well <laughs> i was thinking i was thinking my hero and my hero academia yeah, yeah obviously dodgeball academia yeah so yeah it looks like it's got a ton of influences from that kind of anime and cartoon um cartoon yeah. style I think it looks neat. Uh, the next one, which is the outlier on the 6th of August, is the uh, the last survey. So this one, uh, very minimalist art style, deliberately. So um, the last survey is a unique story-driven experience about the dark future of our planet. You play the role of a specialist contracted by a big company. You discovered something very disturbing about the future of the entire planet, and it's up to you to deliver the bad news. Uh, it's a game of choices, make pivotal decisions in order to steer the conversation towards uh, progressive action, encouraging your employer to reconsider the consequences of his, of his actions. It's a neat premise, but that would never happen in real life. No. <laughs> <laughs> so de- deliberately minimalist. Yeah. Very, very... Uh, for lack of a better term, artsy. It's it's made to make you feel something specific. And that's yeah. why they went with that art style. Yeah. It's yeah. it's basically exactly. black like with white sketching. Yeah, like um kind of like a blackboard. Yeah. Like with Yeah, yeah. Blackboard with chalk. It's uh fourteen ninety nine US dollars, but eight ninety nine if you buy it. I'm pretty sure it's one of those forty percent off if you buy it before it comes out and 6th of august when did this podcast go live uh, 6th of august so Sorry. if you're a pod- if you're oh, a uh, patreon you would know there you go or the indie roundup goes up on tuesdays true actually true. before before Ooh. patrons get it so yeah oh, it's tricky yeah uh so definitely check this one out because it looks pretty neat uh and i'm pretty sure yeah publisher red deer games who do a lot of stuff. They do a lot of edu- education stuff. They have been recently, so it actually doesn't surprise me that they're doing this one. Next one, uh, Fire Tonight. This one's August 12th, a narrative puzzle game about two people trying to find their way back together in a city of fire. Maya and Devon are separated in a city of fire. Oh, there you go. In the, in the year 1990, before cell phones or the internet. They're on their Remember own. Remember the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> They're on their own wondering about the choices that brought them here, how they met, and what the future might hold. So, yeah, this is... I always think about, like, old sitcoms in the 90s and, like, just so many of those so many of those situations ca- could be solved with a mobile phone. Yeah. Oh, my God. The, so this... They have the, the eye... The cat clock with the tail that wags and the eyes that move. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Also, That's nice. also that Devon character really gives me. Um, I can't remember what it is, but a web comic. Penny Arcade. That's it. Because I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> like a hundred percent. Like I'm like, uh, 
he looks like he's from like Penny Arcade. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but that's fine. Pax. I've established that we we know different things. That's what <laughs> Pax is based that. off of. Really? Yeah, Penny yeah. Arcade Convention. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up after this. <laughs> I feel Boy, like you've missed a yeah. lot. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's something I gotta know specifically. Mm. 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 Yeah, it, it is. It is legitimately called the Penny Arcade Convention. That's why they, you know, they do yeah. they do the pins. Well, Penny Arcade Expo, yeah, well, but yeah. you know, yeah. That's why it's the Penny Arcade when they do the pins. Huh. But anyways, fire tonight. This is actually only six dollars, five ninety nine US. Huh. And yeah, you buy not too bad. Again, you buy it before August twelfth. It's twenty percent oh, off. So Tape deck. Seventy nine US. This really yeah, so is it's like the nineties. Really classic nineties. Yeah. It looks pretty good. For that price, I might even pick it up. Like, prior. Mm. I can actually get that 20% off. A plaid skirt dress. Like, yep, this is very yeah. 90s. Yeah. Uh, two more. We got the uh, the plane effect. So, a lonely office worker finds that reality is not quite as it seems. Uh, a time and mind-bending adventure game. It's your final day at the office, and it's time to clock out and return home. Uh, loomed over by a cosmic anomaly with an oppressive otherworldly force. Helpless over the cosmos, all you know is that you must return to your family as soon as you can. So this one's got... What's this the... It's just art. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's another art game. It, it, it rem- It's reminding me of things like Limbo and Inside. I was just about to say, yeah, yeah. Inside. Especially. Like... I'm just looking at the screenshot where it's got all the people in white. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's my art. same thought. Yeah, that is art. <laughs> the, it gives me HP Lovecraft vibes with the, you know, otherworldly, like, being. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And that's becoming a big theme in a lot of indie titles, that HP Lovecraftian style. I mean, it is a an interesting, like, story device. Oh, yeah. It works. That's for sure. Gives you that sense I remember of I played the, Yeah, I played the Sinking City, if any of you guys have played that. Yeah. And that's very much Yeah, but I played the Switch version and oh I didn't it did not run well on Switch. Do not play it on Switch. There you go. But anyways, the plane don't play it on Switch. Yep. Don't play it on Switch. Um but the plane effect looks I don't know. I just think it looks really cool. The the guy as well, um, if you look at the first screenshot, it kind of reminds me of... Uh, isn't it a character from Despicable Me? I, don't know. I wouldn't know. I've never seen it myself. But Fair okay, enough. Hang on. No, I have to go back onto it. Give me a second. But he had like a really hooked nose. No, it's not not Despicable Me. Uh, Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Oh, you mean... Um, Completely different company. The, why the can't I remember his guy. name? The food critic guy. I know who you're talking about and I can't remember his name now. Yeah. Yeah, he's the food critic guy. Um... But yeah, the, like the first screenshot you saying? As well. Yeah, uh, with the scarf. Yeah, um, yeah. He just needs oh, a long. Why nose. can't I remember his name now? Thanks, Alex. <laughs> You're welcome. And this one's fourteen ninety nine US. And last one we've got is foreclosed. So, foreclosed is a narrative driven action adventure set in a cyberpunk world filled with action, suspense, and experimental augmentations. Ooh. Yeah. Anton Ego. I'm a 
I, I am a sucker for transhumanism in, you know, stories, so mm. I might check this out. Yeah, and the art style looks awesome. It does. I love it when they use the comic. It does uh, have a really cool, here. like, you can actually mm. see the augmentations. Mm. Yeah, you can see, like, the chips and the wires and stuff underneath the skin and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So this one looks really good. This one is nineteen ninety nine US dollars. So likely to be normally it's thirty Australian dollars when that happens. Because mm. tax. Our dollar sucks. Yes, it does. Although seeing it set in a cyberpunk, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Wait for reviews. <laughs> uh so that was Indie Roundup. I kinda of wanted to get through that one quicker because obviously there was a lot. Um, and we we get longer and longer. It's hour and forty five minutes. We just get oh, longer. Geez, so it and is. We haven't even done we our just questions get longer yet. and longer. Or name that game. To be fair, we did have a news heavy week. We did. And whenever it's a we news did. heavy very... week, we tend to go long. Yeah, and it was a long. There was a lot for the um. Uh, what have we been playing? Yes. Mm. Yes. Because we have been playing a lot. Uh, so moving on, Patreon question. Uh, so this one. So it's not it's not exclusive to Patreon, but patrons do get priority of of the picks of the questions. So we put out a call on our on our Patreon as well as all of our socials for a question for the podcast, and we will answer them on the podcast. Uh, we had two this fortnight because we thought one of them I couldn't say no to, and Jake, you'll we'll get to that <laughs> later on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But the first one was from one of our patrons, Matthew Sandstrom. Uh, he writes, The recent 3DS update has had me thinking about the console, and I wanted to know what your favorite memories with the 3DS are. Also, did you ever use the 3D functionality? No. Yes. Sometimes. I, I used it exclusively. I used it all the time. It hurt my That's eyes. Interesting. See, for me, uh, it... <laughs> It didn't do anything for my eyes, and apparently just the way I have always held handheld consoles was, like, pinpoint perfect to how Nintendo has made the 3D functionality, so, like, it never felt weird or awkward. Hmm. So, like, I, I love my 3DS. Did you get the new 3DS? Uh, I did, I believe. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and that made the 3D yeah. ten times better. Oh, yeah, it did. I didn't oh, use was, the, yeah. I didn't really use the 3D on the original 3DS or like with the 3DS XL uh, when you had to be dead center with it. Um, I I did every now and then like I I would be playing a game and I'm like oh I wonder what this looks like in 3D and I'd slide it up and like cool and then slide it back down. Yeah, that that's about the most I did. But you know then you'd yeah. get games that did nothing with it, like Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or it was very minimal. Yeah. So I was like yeah I'll just I'll just have it off, but. The new when I got the new 3DS, then I used it a lot more, and I and I quite liked it then. And especially, I played through the entirety of Metroid: Samus Returns with that 3D on, and that looked incredible. Mm-hmm. That was such a good game for it. Now, in terms of favorite memories, yeah, I was gonna say, what was your favorite memory? Um, so you know, excluding any of the games, Street Pass. Yes. And I feel like it's something that is completely missed out with on the Switch. Like I know, you know, like Jake, people leave it at home, but it is something that should have been brought back. 
I agree. 100%. I loved Street Pass. Like, it was so good. It was a really good feature. And like, you could take it to a convention, spend about two hours going through all the uh, the people, go through all the, uh, yeah. get all the puzzle pieces, you know, go through the Street Pass quests. I even like paid to get the uh, the update like games and stuff like that. that was really fun. Mm. And it's just a shame yeah, they it, killed it. I did too. Yeah, yeah. I like the the war. The war game was my favorite. Yeah, that was fun. Where you had to yeah. like build up re- an army and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was so good. I didn't really like the puzzle one because I just felt it became tedious after a while. Yeah, the release was oh here, and you can only get this one from people instead of you know buying it. Yeah, and I was like, uh, okay. So I I didn't really do that all that much, but yeah, the war one was my was my favorite. The rate the slot car racing as well was fun. Yeah, that was good. That one was very good. I liked um sorry, I didn't like as well the plant one. Yeah, that was got boring and it took so long. Yeah. Yeah. It was always the last one I did. Yeah, same. But what were the other ones? The war one. I'm gonna look this up now. Uh Street Pass Games. Yeah, because there was Street Pass Quest and then the Street Pass Quest 2. That's right, yeah. Oh, the Me Force. What one was that one? The where you were in a, like the shoot 'em up. Oh yeah. And then there was the mansion game. The mansion game. The mansion that was one my was favorite. Good. That was my and favorite. It was so good. For me, the fishing one was really good. Yeah, yeah, I like the fishing one as well. It's just so good. It should the, be on Switch. And the trading one was fun, like a little mini one. Yeah. I so Street Pass was out at a time where I was at uni, yes. and it was the perfect so it was game. Perfect, yes, yeah, yes, it was. and like, yeah, and just like sitting in that hub area, um, if you're familiar with Adelaide Uni, and everyone was like, there was a time where everyone was just playing on their 3ds, playing Street Pass yeah. games. It was so good, and yeah, it's it's always what I'll think about when it comes to the 3ds. Other than that, there were like obvious games like um. Uh, the the roster's massive for oh, 3DS. Yeah. Bravely Default, uh, where Fire Emblem Awakening and all the Fire Emblem games, uh, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, their 3D remakes, as well as Link Between Worlds. The 3DS was a great system. It was. I'm very sad now. Thanks, Matthew. Thanks, thanks for making us sad. <laughs> but thank you for your comment. Thank you for your question. But also, yeah, thank you for making us sad. Uh, Jake, do you have any other memories of the 3DS? Uh, Apart from Thadja. With the 3D... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 3DS was where I uh, got into the Fire Emblem franchise, like a lot of people, with uh, Awakening. And yeah, I think Awakening was the game that I spent the most uh, time on. But, like, the one, the one thing that I will always remember about the 3DS was the day that Smash Brothers came out for the oh, 3DS. Oh, yes. Me and a mate of mine went out. Uh, we pre-ordered the game. We, yeah, we got it at like 8 a.m. We, yeah, we spent, uh, we sped directly to the shopping center, grabbed it, went back home and just played it all night. See, I did that with a friend with uh, X and Y. But it was midnight launch, and we both passed out at like four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, did the same thing with the same friend with X and Y as well. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah. I, I, I played Smash with him so much, I went through uh, both my 3DS and my new 3DS's uh, analog stick. Oh, that kill, That game killed yeah. your analog stick so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And people use that as a controller on the Wii U. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I still have the callus on my thumb for getting used to, you know, using the knob that was... Oh, you to know, do your Smash attacks. analog stick. Yeah, for the smash attacks and stuff. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and that that was at the um the smash run. That was really fun. Mm. And then yeah. what was it? They did the the smash circle thing in the Wii U, and that yeah, was just, smash tour. I that think was it not was. fun. No, that was not as fun. Um, speaking of smash as well, I again another uni story, but I was in a lecture, and this is when the game came out, and like I was, I deliberately sat at the front at the top row. Like it was like a, two, it was like a, yeah. and it was like a. Two I know st- where this is going. <laughs> it was like a two-story. Um, like you had like the regular tier, then you had like the top tier. Um, and like I, I was on there, and I wasn't actually playing it. But then like the t- people in front of me, they took out their 3ds and started playing. So like I literally went up to them, like tapped them on the shoulders, like guys, can we connect? And we we're just playing. I was just playing with randoms, playing Smash in the middle of a lecture. And I'm like, this is the future. This is the I, future of Smash Brothers. I did a similar thing with um, when they released um, Plants vs. Zombies on the phone. I'm like, oh, I want to play this again. Yeah. I, I was in a lecture. I was like, no, nah, I'm playing this. I, I want to play Plants vs. Zombies. <laughs> they record the lectures. You can listen to them later. Exactly. Yeah, it's fine. Who goes to lectures anymore? You can't even <laughs> do that anymore. Nope. It's all online. So we'll probably be playing Smash then anyways. Yeah. Um, and the second question, uh, what are your thoughts on Pokemon Unite, Jake? No, just anyone, but Jake. <laughs> uh, this, so this was sent in by Demo. He is a regular on my stream. He is also part of the uh, Discord. Uh, I, I have mixed feelings about Pokemon Unite. Because... You want that card The block. game is actually... <laughs> Shut up. Like, the game is actually... <laughs> pretty decent really from what i've seen yeah like the game is actually like really well made but i don't want to touch it because not only is it, like not only was it like you know funded by tencent who like you know if you know anything about tencent they're uh yes <laughs> they're, they're absolutely disgusting company but this is also uh, this game also has the most like disgusting predatory microtransactions out of any popular MOBA on the market right now. Yeah, That's where is, I was going to go into. Hurt. Yeah. It is disgusting. Also, I hear so, it is like, incredibly, incredibly unbalanced. Like, yeah. uh, Gengar and Zebra Aura are the most broken characters at the moment. Uh, yeah, let's just uh, combo in uh, Hex and Shadow Claw, I think it was. It was just two stupidly overpowered uh, abilities, like, even by themselves. Uh, but yeah, you can use both of them on, like, a four-second cooldown and just murder dudes in seconds. It's like... Th- there's a reason why other MOBAs have skills that have, like, 15 to 20-second cooldowns on their skills. And there's also a, a but, um... reason most other MOBAs got rid of the pay-to-win aspect. Yeah, so how 
how it works is uh, before you get into uh, into matches, you can actually equip your Pokemon with three items that give them slight stat boosts, and like you can upgrade these uh, uh, these items and stuff. But um, uh, I, I want to shout out um, Charlie, aka Moist Critical, for like you know he's the guy that kind of. Uh, brought this to most people's attention because you know he's like a big dude on YouTube. Not a re- Reddit um, post or am I thinking of something different? No, mine was the Reddit it's post. Totally His was the different. YouTube thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. This is where I found it. Okay. But um, like what he did is like uh before I yeah he goes like oh yeah before I started streaming I played this game for about uh eight hours and I only got like two levels on these um on these held items. Mm when their maximum is 30 mm. so like you're gonna be grinding for a while and it's like oh okay i can just pay for the upgrades it costs 40 dollars to uh, fully upgrade one item oh my gosh and you have such an advantage if you oh, use fully upgraded it is items. it is it's ridiculous insane. like it is i think over tenfold the effect yeah it's like it's like yeah you can increase your like damage output by like 20 30 percent your movement speed by roughly the same amount it's it's insane Mm. it is like why it is absolutely disgusting there is like like, you can't play it unless you you know unless you get your mother's credit card start swiping it's it's, which disgusting when this is baby's first mobile is really bad like really bad like there's no way like kids can keep up with the adults with an income yeah that's a tricky thing i that's something i didn't actually think about until you just mentioned it the fact that you know pokemon is kid friendly mm-hmm. they will be picking this up i mean the switch i guess has more of a uh more parental controls but like there's so many instances where kids you know get once the mobile version comes out and they start buying everything yep hmm. like there, there are so many yeah there have been so many like news articles out there it's like oh, a child spent uh spent like two thousand dollars on their mother's credit card on mobile game by accident also and like stuff like that also one of the posts that i like posted in our group chat earlier was uh how you can uh, unlock grind to unlock 14 loot boxes which you know actually give you gold which you can use to upgrade the items and that's the max you can do as a free to play you can pay for the privilege to grind 14 more boxes in the two i think it's in the two weekly period it's disgusting pay to get more like if they if they because i think people were saying oh it's you know anti-addiction laws which is fair enough but then if they've included the fact that you can pay to get more then no that's not anti-addiction laws that is just monetizing grinding it is halting free to play back. It's like, oh, you have to pay to win this game. Yeah, the game is absolutely disgusting, and like the the, the fact that it's Pokemon, it's gonna drag people in whenever they bring out a new Pokemon. Like literally, the first new uh like character that they just released like the other day is Gardevoir. It's like my personal favorite Pokemon. It's like, god damn it, I don't want to play your game. 
stop trying to get me into this. <laughs> but like from what I've heard, it is a really well made game. It's just it is plague repredatory like mechanics, which is what we don't need in this industry. No, well, they yeah, should do the standard MOBA like free to plays. Invest in cosmetics. People want cosmetics. You yeah. don't, you know, you don't like, give a worse experience for a free-to-play player. Like, yeah, that is, like, truly the worst thing about this, is, like, if it wasn't for the fact that this was so heavily and disgustingly uh, monetized, it would be a fantastic game. Yes. It really would. It's such a disappointment. Like, you could do the League thing where you have characters on a rotating cycle for free-to-play, but, like, if you pay, you can pay for the character and have them permanently. Hmm. But, but like, no, you still have to pay for the characters as yes. well, I think. I yeah. think so. I'm not 100% it's, sure, but it's... It's, like, uh, it's very predatory, and I just... It's not a game that should have it, especially when it's, you know, yeah, kid-friendly. Like, yeah, it's a Pokemon... Yeah, it's a Pokemon game, so therefore, like, it's supposed to be for kids. So, yeah, it, it's, just, it's just disgusting. Funny you mentioned for kids, but... Oh. I mean, if it wasn't for kids, we wouldn't have the Pokemon theme song, so... <laughs> it's very true. We also wouldn't have the One Piece rap. Uh, we can do without <laughs> that. We can do without four kid, the One Piece for kids. Also, you wouldn't have the uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! No. dub with... Uh, he's got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just pointing his fingers. I just think of the Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged. I love the Yu-Gi-Oh! Yes. Abridged. We wouldn't have Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged if it wasn't for four kids. That is very true. Okay, yeah. four kids is good for something. Yes. You get, you get abridged. Moving on. So, uh, finally, we'll end with Name That Game. So, if you're unfamiliar with Name That Game, there there is a game. Uh, I know it. These guys don't. Uh, there will be ten hints. With uh, They get five guesses on uh, when I read them out. So, they get two guesses between hints one and five. Another two between six and nine. And then one final, after the, uh, one final guess after the final hint. There are two lifelines, the yes or no question they can ask me, or and the switchaboo lifeline, which either can be traded for an extra guess, and the yes or no question has to be asked first. And I remember that this time. Um, the switchaboo lifeline, I'll also say apologies, I forgot to grab um, a recording from someone else, so I've just provided my own personal hint to this one. So there's an 11th hint, if you, yes, if you decide to, to use the lifeline, that is, which you probably will. So, Unless we get it within 10 seconds again. <laughs> well, I've planned this one to try to not have that happen, but let's see how it goes. This game is an adventure puzzle game. It saw its initial release in 2019 as an Apple Arcade timed exclusive. Was released for Switch in the August... Uh, sorry, was revealed for Switch in the August 2020 Nintendo Indie World Showcase. It was developed and self-published by a Canadian company, and the developer has been around since 2003, and didn't but didn't make their first console game until 2008. You have two guesses. All right, so yeah, this is yeah more difficult than the last one, <laughs> like actual difficult. So did you say puzzle no platformer? Clue. Sorry, adventure puzzle. Adventure, adventure puzzle. Sorry. I was trying to focus on the other side, and I forgot what the first adventure puzzle. 
An adventure puzzle that game initially that was released originally as a mobile on game. Apple Arcade. Yeah. Yeah, I have no. When did work. it get released on the Switch again? Sorry. When was it released on the Switch again? Because I know you said revealed August two twenty twenty. Yeah. So I just said was revealed for Switch in the August twenty twenty Nintendo Indie World Showcase. Oh, so you haven't set a release date? Okay. Nah. Okay. All the games, though, that we do choose are games that are released on Switch, that, like, have come out. So this game yes. is out on Switch. It's not Baldo. <laughs> Any ideas, Nathan? Because head empty. Yeah, mine's moment. empty. I'm just trying to think maybe if it's something I've reviewed in the past. I don't think there's been anything that's, like, adventure puzzle games i've reviewed head empty i can't work it out <laughs> same puzzle games they ain't got nothing yeah. Captain. box boy uh going with box boy no remember developed and self-published by a canadian company and they have been around since 2003 but didn't make their first console game until 2008 to reveal a bit more on that, they made mobile games as well as a, you know, early 2000 to mid 2000 mobile games as well as a BlackBerry exclusive. Huh. Who, who owns a BlackBerry? People did back then. I was going to say, it was like 2006, I think it was. That was that was a big thing back then because people wanted that keyboard. Mm-hmm. Remember keyboards oh, on phones? Right, yeah. I had yeah. one of them. Not a BlackBerry. I had a Nokia one. So did I. I think it was E E sixty five. I think it was. Oh my god! I think I had the same phone. Yeah, I had that little like metal clip on the bottom. I don't come off. I don't remember that. Oh, like the little thing on the bottom. Mine came off after time. We're old. Yes, we are. (laughs) (laughs) So you've had one guess. Oh, what's something else? Jake is out, basically. Yeah, this is. Just trying to think what do I have on yeah. my Switch. Maybe. Uh, I can't think. Like, this is ringing absolutely no bells. I hope what you guys. Else? I hope at least one of you knows this game. It's a very popular game. Oh, we'll see about that, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm going to have to throw it. I can't think of anything. Yeah. It's always my concern with Name That Game when you don't know the game, like Night in the Woods. Yeah. Remember that? Night in the Woods? No. Yeah. The, the, I, I, I remember it now. The incredibly yes. popular indie title. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Uh, Switch version has an 87 on Metacritic. It came to PC in May 2021 via the Epic Game Store. Ew. <laughs> I like Epic Game Store, but for different reasons. Uh, was nominated for Best Mobile Game at the 2019 Game Awards. And the game has a colourful cartoon art style. I'll add to that a colourful, because you guys are struggling, a colourful cartoon fantasy <laughs> art style. Hang on, I think I have an idea. Um, oh. Paper and is it the paper and dragon thing? Are you asking me or? 
I'm trying to think the name of the game. It's like a D and D like paper like D and D mobile game. And it's like the it's like pay, you like have a party. Oh, what is it? You do have a yes pens or no and question. papers. Have you heard of that, Jake? Like the pen and paper. Oh, the pen, pens and paper. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I I I uh, played that for a while. Yeah, but I but that's not really a puzzle game. It is on the Switch, though. I know that. It's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, but. Like, I, I remember playing it a bit on my phone, but I don't remember a single puzzle being in the game. Yeah. So. So I think I played it before 2019. At least Pen and Paper 2, I think I did. Yeah, so I don't think it's Knights of Pen and Paper 1 or That's 2. That's it, Knights of Pen and Paper. It's the only thing I can think of, though. <laughs> Um, imagine if it is though. I mean, we could just <laughs> just use a guess on it. <laughs> well, I have no real ideas, so if you're okay with guessing that, or we can use the yes or no question on it, and then you then claim the lifeline for an extra clue. All right, <laughs> that's way better than my idea. There we go. Is it Knights of Pen and Paper 2 or 1? No. Okay, what's the lifeline then? So. <laughs> uh, the Switch will be lifeline. Uh, so, provided by me. I don't usually like these kinds of games due to, the, uh, due to the mindlessness of them. But this game does just enough to make it work in a way that's engaging. Mindlessness makes me think of those like cookie-clicker games. But they're never puzzle like adventure puzzles. Yeah, I'm still got nothing. Yeah, I'm sitting on nothing. <laughs> well, you've got one more guess before I reveal the final hint. Do you want me to read all the hints back? Technically, we haven't used a guess. We used a yes or no question. Oh yeah, true. Because you traded it in. Yeah. Oh wait. Actually, no. I used the yes or no question as, as, as a. a... <laughs> okay, so you have two guesses. Yes. Which I don't know whether yeah. that makes it better or worse for you. No, it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doesn't change Jack. Um, what is on the Switch? A lot mm. of games. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know anything about the mobile, like especially the Apple Arcade. Yeah, same. I, I, was, I own an Android since like, the Pixel 2 came out, so I have no idea. The only thing I know that is on apple arcade is team sonic racing <laughs> because of course it is huh. i've actually looked at the apple arcade library there are some actually decent games on there like surprisingly enough and you know like shante half genie hero came it was an apple arcade exclusive for like six months yeah really huh and like a, that's pretty cool was it no it was seven sirens sorry the new one the newest one is it shante Oh, really? <laughs> I'm not hinting at that. I mean, you said it was an Apple Store exclusive. <laughs> and and it is on the Switch. And it, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was announced in that, like, revealed in that 2020 Probably, like, August one. Probably. 
Um, and it's also got another game. I'm just going to go on a bit of a tangent here, but um, it's also got another game called Necrobrista, which is made by a Melbourne developer about cafes in Melbourne. And mm. it's, but like with a gothic, like necro, I, you know, necromancer. I would assumed with the necro right, part right. of it. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. And we actually interviewed them at PAX in 2018, I think it was. We interviewed Neat. the developer. Oh, cool. And yet it still hasn't come to Switch. So. <laughs> Get on it, game design. <laughs> Apparently this game has and I can't work it out. So it's not Necrobrista. There's another hint. Or Shantae in the Seven Sirens. <laughs> Which is, I'll, I'll call that a guess. That, that is a fair guess, at least. <laughs> because I actually did say, is it not Shantae? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm still coming up with nothing. I'll read it all. I'll read it all back to you. Just, just uh, one more time. This game is an adventure puzzle game. Saw its initial release in 2019 as an Apple Arcade it's timed exclusive. Was revealed for Switch in the August 2020 Nintendo Indie World Showcase. Uh, to add to that, I'm pretty sure it came out in late 2020 or early 2021. One of the two. Uh, developed and self-published by a Canadian company who has been around since 2003 and didn't make their first console game until 2008. Switch version has an 87 on Metacritic. Came to PC in May 2021 via the Epic Game Store. Was nominated for Best Mobile Game at the 2019 Game Awards. The game has a colourful cartoon fantasy art style. And I don't usually like these kinds of games due to the mindfulness... Uh, sorry, the mindlessness. But this game does just enough to make it work in a way that's engaging. Take a deep breath. Hmm... Yeah, still nothing. The hamster spinning in my head has <laughs> died. Like the like Homer with the monkey and the symbols. That's what I was thinking yeah. of. <laughs> yeah. Picking the fleece. Yeah. So uh, you, you've used both your lifelines. You've got one more guess before the final hint. I don't know. I've got my revenge. I don't know. I'm waiting on you to decide if you want to, you know, just move on. Throw any move puzzle game out. on, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, we'll move on to the last hint. You don't want to throw a guess out there. I can't think of anything. Yeah, legitimately. Yeah, legitimately can't think of any title we could even throw out as, you know, just to throw your bone. Okay. So, final hint: uh, the game has a level-based structure which involves the player hacking and slashing through a required amount of enemies before reaching the door at the end. God damn it! There are so many games that are like that. <laughs> Oh, I mean that's just like no all I can think of is uh, I've been playing Blood Roots, which is you know you hack and slash through enemies and get to the door or quote unquote door at the end to move on to the next level. But I'm pretty sure it's definitely not Blood Roots because that's only just come out, <laughs> at least on the Game Pass. I don't even know if it's on the Switch. Yeah, it did come out on Switch. I think it was a couple months ago. There you go. 
That's a fun game. I need to play it. You can kill enemies with veggies. <laughs> it's one of those like one-hit kill games. It's just fun. <laughs> Reminds me of Atomicrops. That is interesting. Yeah, another one I haven't played yet. That also just came out on Game Pass. Yeah. You may as well just become Game I... Pass podcast. Can, can you tell I have yeah, this no point, idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah same. Because <laughs> that, last, that last hint does not narrow things down at all. I I reckon you guys don't, just don't know this game. Because I reckon with all those hints, like people oh, are probably what? just screaming at you right now. Or they also don't know the game. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> wouldn't be the first time someone screamed at me. No, that's not. That's an RPG. I was going to say Dicey Dungeon. That's got that cartoony fantasy style, but that's 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 an RPG. That was fun, Dicey Dungeons. Alright, personally, I give up. Nathan? I'll just say Dicey Dungeons as the last guess, even though I know it's wrong. It's a good guess, but it's not. I looked it up as well. Adventure, board game, strategy, role-playing. So you can kind of think of it as a puzzle game. I thought, you know, I need to play Dicey Dungeons. That that was fun. That was genuinely fun. Yeah. It's on my list. On my long list. But anyways, developed by Capybara Games. Published by Cappy, which I believe is just their... I don't know, their publishing label. Oh, Grind- so the Mario Odyssey hat. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Grindstone. Yeah, never heard Nathan? of it. Yeah, never heard of it. Ah. <laughs> I always, get, Another I always one. get concerned about this when you guys actually don't know the game. This is like, maybe start doing your research on indie, <laughs> on indie games on Switch. Uh, look it up. Like, like, go to the Nintendo website and look up uh, Grindstone. You'll, everything will make sense, what I just said. Grindstone. Is this what? just like a match three game? Yeah. But it's not match three. Oh, it's match minimum three. Yeah, like that. But like, um, you have to kill a certain amount of enemies. And then uh, once it's done, you got to get to the end. But like, you have like different abilities. Like you have a spike shield, um, you know, fancy swords. You have potions. Uh so like the my- that's what I said in my hint, the mindlessness of these kinds of puzzle games I don't usually like. Oh, okay, now I see. It it took me a while to find it because like I looked up grindstone and I just <laughs> kept getting Minecraft stuff, so I'm like, alright. <laughs> grindstone game switch enter. <laughs> December fifteenth, twenty twenty. So yeah, late December. So these guys have been around since two thousand three and yet they didn't make their first console game till 2008 which I, I actually looked up came out on ps3 but the mobile version of the game came out in 2007 so it was still a mobile game that they just ported over which i don't i don't know how that yeah. went and this is a mobile game that came to switch hmm but there you go uh yeah grindstone is an incredibly popular indie title uh yeah it won massive awards and it's really big on apple arcade and I played it. It's very good. Although it's re- it's a little repetitive. So. But that was... Yeah. <laughs> I will... Tr- 
I can't I can't do the balance. I can't get the balance right. It's either <laughs> too quick, like into the gungeon, or you don't know the game, like this or Night in the Woods. But I mean we got Yeast Nine. Yeast Nine, yeah. East when we did East somehow, yeah. That was a that was a good one. I'll try to think of something like that for next time, but um I'm still surprised that we got that. Was that. Very, that was a very good round. That was probably my favorite round. Yeah, same. Like, I mean, it, you you could do, like, you know, games we've personally reviewed and, you know, something from our back history that we should definitely know, but, you know, if we pick it up or not is a different story. Yeah, I always think that might be a bit too easy, but I don't know. Yeah. You guys yeah. didn't review Into the Gungeon. You got that really quick, so. <laughs> to be fair, it is a... You, the what You said there is only one game. Yeah, bullet hell roguelike. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Well, okay. That and it, like yeah, if you yeah, just said yeah. a roguelike, probably like the only yeah, it's probably the only bullet hell roguelike that is ridiculously yeah, popular. Yeah. Like I kind of so if you just said roguelike or roguelike, we probably wouldn't have gotten yeah, it so quickly. We, yeah. Yeah, that was my bad on that one. Maybe someone else should do this next time. Assuming I'm not, you know, flat out busy with work this week, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe Jake could have a go. We did hint at that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh forget all the nudge, rules. Nudge. Nudge. <laughs> hint hint. <laughs> wait, wait. Hint. Hint. I, I, hint. I, I can barely keep up with how this game even works when I'm a player. <laughs> just just go on Wikipedia alone, and get ten interesting facts. That's what I do. <laughs> That's exactly what I do. That is what I did. Yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna lodge it there at two hours and coming up twenty four minutes, so we keep breaking that record for the longest episode. But if you stuck around to the end, thank you so much for listening. Um, so please consider following us. Uh, let me just get up all that stuff. Yep. Uh, so on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, follow, subscribe to us on YouTube. So Switchaboo and Switchaboo Joy Plays. Um, on Switchaboo, we have like all these little podcast snippets. If you want to look, uh, listen back on any like interesting topic, we usually post them there. Uh, we have our Discord as well, which you could, which we mentioned before. We um, we're pretty regular on there, and you can ask us questions there. It's at the top of our pinned to the top of our Twitter page, so it's easy to find. And lastly, as previously mentioned as well, we have a Patreon where for just $1 per month, you can get this podcast two to three days early. But thank you everyone for listening and remember to have fun. Have a great day. See ya.